0: Welcome y saludos amigos a nuestra presentación revenge of the pod where we talk about all things nerd culture movies shows pop culture even some sports and a bit about ourselves i'm your host luigi and this is my co-host jason what's up everybody glad to have you back this week we've got a very special guest with us today coming from pod podcast room 303 jermaine jc colón mendez any other nicknames you got bro that i forgot
1: it's your boy skinny penis how's it, how's it going ladies and gentlemen that's right you heard you heard luigi this is the room 303 takeover uh, oh, this podcast God. will be this will be named room 303 it's no longer called revenge of the pod all right let's get it rolling what are we talking about boys
0: Never mind him anyway. (laughs) We're excited to have you with us today for another great episode. You can expect to get out of us concession stands, trailers, TV land, and our feature presentation as through all of the month of October is going to be Cheers for Fears. So
2: tune in for Cheers for Fears, guys. Let's get straight into it, though, guys. What have you been up to, Jason? Oh, not much, man. You know, just had a chill past weekend, but. I do got some upcoming stuff. That's that's going to be pretty fun for me this this week, upcoming weeks and months. I'm going to go see an artist that I like, FKJ, next Tuesday. And I have a friend coming over and we're going to go to my first NFL game to catch the Cardinals Eagles game and Eric. So Oh
0: shit, Eric's going to another Eagles game? Good for him. Yeah, for him.
2: he I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure Jermaine can confirm this, but um <laughs> He called me and he sounded like a little intoxicated and I was like, hey, man, you, you want to go? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. And he's like, all right, y'all, I'll be there this weekend. I was like, all right, cool, man. Um, sounded like he was, right? Right, JC? Am I wrong on that one? Uh,
1: completely belligerent and wildly annoying. And I'm glad I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, he's man. just
2: he's just on a high right now, right, for the whole you know, Eagles being 4-0 and and whatnot,
1: right? Yeah, and all I had to do was listen to him a bitch about how the Eagles suck and how Howie Roseman isn't a good fucking GM and blah, 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 blah. And now the Eagles are 4-0. and They have the number one rated defensive line, the number one rated offensive line, and they have a top five pick next year due to the trade with the New Orleans Saints last season. Oh, man. In, in this draft <laughs> season. Yet somehow the Eagles are this tragic situation that will never get it done. <laughs> Well, hey, well, I'm not gonna um, lie,
0: as a cowboy fan, I hope they don't. I hope they don't. <laughs> uh, but that's just me. You know, that's the that's the boys fan in me. I'm happy that they've won their, their last three with with Rush, man. I'm I, I'm just happy to see the Cowboys haven't tanked since Dak's been out. So happy with that. Uh anything else you boys
2: got? Oh yeah, uh, and lastly, man. Oh, sorry, JC. Um, I have um uh, uh jamie she booked our flights to costa rica uh oh shit she's organizing everything uh so uh, jamie i love you for all that i don't think i would be able to organize stuff like that she's very very uh good at doing stuff like that so i I really appreciate you for that so that that's happening uh in uh late february so yeah that's what i got (laughs) have fun
0: let us know how it goes man
2: (laughs) yeah man i'm excited uh you know just to yeah be in a different country i'm excited other than Mexico, so. <laughs> you've been you've been to anywhere super tropical?
0: Uh, no. Oh, you're in for a treat, man. <laughs> I, I, is, is is Florida
2: tropical? Not really, right? Uh, yeah. Well, depends. Yeah, it, you know, it was more like swampish, right? I went to yeah, Orlando. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't really count that. So, you know, get to see some monkeys and stuff. You know, uh, waterfalls, volcanoes, all that good stuff. So. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys uh, tuned in. Um, updates. Where are you going again? Costa Rica.
1: Costa Rica, dang. Yes, that's sir. On top, that's on the top five for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear only good things. And you know how in Europe they hate
2: Americans. I hear that they are totally fine with Americans over there. Yeah, I hear there's a good amount of population there. A lot of people retire there from from America. A, a good amount. Mm. So.
0: So they've got a stake in in Costa Rica. Well, that
2: works. All uh, right, yeah, man. Yeah, what about you, uh, Jay? Man, what you been up to?
1: Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> end, end, end of end, end of story. <laughs> 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 uh, li- li- living life, just uh, BSing as usual, keeping it mellow. Um, looking forward to the Sunday night game, week six, uh, because it's gonna be an absolute bloodbath. So it should be fun.
2: Oh yeah, uh, you, you, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to that game.
1: No, it's just when the Eagles play the Cowboys, and I know Luigi's a Cowboys fan.
2: Oh, nice, nice, nice.
0: <laughs> I really hoped just for a chance, just for a chance, that Dak is back. I think our defense, I mean, I think our defense is pretty damn good. But our offense fucking sucks. So, like, okay, just make it happen. Make it happen, guys.
2: Make it hey happen. No, man. You, you got, you got Cooper Rush,
0: man. You good.
2: <laughs> He's better yeah. than Dak.
0: <laughs> uh i don't know i mean i don't know about all that but uh, he's healthier that's for sure
2: uh well, what okay. about you man what you been up to i mean what you got honestly, for us?
0: lots and lots of work just you know i i teach a different grade now and this is like a special group of kids so i have a lot of conversations with parents just constantly like working on stuff for their lessons so nothing super exciting for me except that did start setting up my kids trampoline finally she got it for her birthday in August, and we just haven't gotten around to it. So now we finally started putting it together. We lost a spring for a while, so we had to pause, and now we're, we're back on it. So we're going to probably finish it this weekend. Uh, that's I, it for me, though.
1: I'm lazy. <laughs> that is ridiculously lazy.
0: <laughs> listen, Jermaine, listen. We have not had time. We are getting to it this weekend. That right. is
1: such crap. How much television <laughs> and video games and movies have you watched since you bought that trampoline?
0: But that's all in the nighttime. That is all in the nighttime.
1: Okay, well, get a See. flashlight. Get a headlight. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what are we talking about here? We don't have electricity where you live? Is that why you have to have a trampoline?
2: Poor Katya <laughs> just sees a trampoline, Like looks like it's almost ready, but it's not. I'm sure she doesn't care, right? <laughs> she does not care. <laughs> yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> no,
0: and I was like, "We, our backyard is too slanted. I don't know if this will work, but we'll see. We're going to we'll get some. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to get some blocks and like even it out on the sides. But anyway, okay. Uh, next up, we just got a few pieces of news. By the time you guys will have heard this, all 25 of the Bond films will actually have gone to Amazon streaming uh, this is effective October 5th. So it's not October 5th yet while we're recording, guys. But by the time you guys hear this, it will be. So if you had any interest in the 007 films, you can watch the entirety of them um, on Amazon starting October 5th. We've also got uh, just a quick update on Marvel's Blade film. The director, Bassam Tariq, uh has bowed out so they were supposed to start filming this fall i don't think that's going to happen we'll see what any more updates that we have on that now another story that i wanted to know what you guys thought of was it turns out that mcdonald's is going to be doing through october these adult happy meals in which you can get one of the old school uh, mcdonald's characters like hamburglar grimace birdie ronald mcdonald's all of those characters are going to be available in an adult uh, lunchbox or an adult Happy Meal. What am I saying? Lunchbox. So, are you guys going to be heading to McDonald's to get one of those?
2: Uh, no, not really, man. I <laughs> I rarely eat McDonald's to be honest. That's fair. I no, don't. This uh... is pa-
1: this is pathetic. pathetic. <laughs> and, and it and it only exists in our generation. Everyone uh... is so unhappy with themselves that adult Happy Meals is going to placate it instead of them actually sitting there and fix the situations. You know what's better than adult Happy Meals? Literally anything I can cook in the kitchen. Literally any restaurant that we've gone and sat down at. Why would you spend money on that? I don't get it. I I mean, that's that's all of in the Happy Meal, you know?
2: is it just the same is it the same old food like that kids eat because like that's not gonna fill you up right i'm
0: pretty sure it's just gonna be like a larger version of what they do so it probably if i had to guess like some kind of cheeseburger some nuggets and fries like so like a larger version but i don't
2: imagine i don't imagine that it's going to be anything crazy Um, uh Man is right though uh as of late tiktok recipes bro that's 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 where i live at man that's where jamie and i live at we Something looks good, and we're like, hey, let's let's make this Dude, this weekend.
0: They got some good stuff too. They got some good stuff on TikTok. I was shocked at some of the things that they have on there. I was like, oh, this is this is legit, man. Yeah, there's some misses, you know, there. Oh, there's always misses, and they have great videos of reactions to the misses. So that's pretty nice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just don't need a special package for my double quarter pounder with cheese. Maybe that's what it's gonna be. Maybe I'm a grump, but like. I'll take the toy, but just throw that in the regular bag and keep it pushing. Like, we don't need this in the slightest form. It's fucking maddening.
0: And you know, hey, what my you question guess? is, really why cool is it the like, old school yeah. ones? Because that makes me think, like, because that would be older than us. Like, yeah, Ronald McDonald and Grimace and, like, Birdie and all them existed when we were kids, but they were, like, phasing out when we were kids. It was, like, before us. So I'm, like, not sure who they're aiming at because I feel like our generation is more likely to get an adult Happy Meal but it's not really playing into our nostalgia. Just like
2: a marketing scheme, you know, to see if yeah. it works.
1: And it's gonna work, bro. Just like the bad bunny fiasco uh the, the dude, Travis or, Scott or uh... the Travis Scott one that ruined all McDonald's workers' lives. Oh yeah. the TikTok thing. Oh my god. So It'll work. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't watch TikToks, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was on there. Did you guys know that Google Stadia is shitting down? <laughs> it is it is you know what god
0: i hate it. why didn't i invite you this is a bad choice this is a bad choice <laughs> listeners i'm so sorry i thought we were gonna have a great you know what it's been great this week everyone uh we'll love to have you next week <laughs> no 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 <laughs> just close the show now
1: thank you yeah. for listening we'll see you next.
0: Week. <laughs> we gotta wrap it up we gotta wrap it up no but my next piece of news now this one, I'm I'm sure you guys heard this, but uh, Julio passed away, guys.
2: Yeah, man, guys R. Know R. I mean, man. I mean, I only knew R. like two songs. You know, I only knew Ganger's one Par- song. One just paradise, and then come on, man. You know the classic Keenan and Kel intro. Bum, bum, bum. He did the Keenan and Kel intro. Yeah, bro, dude. He's in he the video. He
1: Snapped on it. He snapped <laughs> on the Keenan and Kel intro, bro. <laughs> man, that's what gonna hey,
2: do miss. Is uh, remember TLC? Intros. TLC on all that. Yeah, this is. Oh, yeah, dude. 90s intro songs, man. That's where it was at, dude. Even cartoon ones.
1: Okay, tangent for a second, boys. 90s intro music absolutely slapped. Yes. All the cartoons hit. I'm talking about Rugrats. I'm talking about Power Rangers, Power Rangers in space. I'm talking about Doug. All real, all real did it, did it. monsters.
2: Rocket Power. Oh, that's right.
1: Rocket Power. I mean, the X-Men theme song.
2: Spider-Man theme song. Mm-hmm. Man,
1: dude, what happened? People are creatively bankrupt in the theme song department now. Dude, even
0: Spongebob came out in the 90s, too. All of that was that one, so that's that like was, yeah, That memorable. was pretty
1: good, too. Yeah. We used yeah. to have bangers for theme songs. And now we've gotten so jaded with the, with the skip intro button that nobody even tries anymore.
2: Yeah, it's that damn skip intro button. I didn't think oh, about that. That's a good
1: point. Yeah, I didn't think about yeah.
0: that. Yeah, now, especially, I mean, if you watch Netflix shows too, I don't know if this is for everything, but I remember watching all the Marvel Netflix shows, and even, even now that I think of it, even the <laughs> Disney Plus Marvel shows, all of them are, there is no song. I mean, that's probably good for an adult show, but I mean, they're Generally aimed a lot at a larger audience, so you'd assume they try to do something with it. Do even X Files, X Files came out. No, I just thought you keep having me thinking more. That was X-Files a Files' iconic yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bro, God. nothing but hitters. There was no bad theme song for 90s television. Yeah, there, re- that's... there really wasn't. Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Uh, don't hate was... me.
0: I never saw that shit. I never saw it
1: dude, I'm not I'm not one of those people who's gonna get upset if you haven't seen something. you, know how many, <laughs> you, you have seen you have seen <laughs> you, how, do, how do I want to phrase this? There is more things you haven't seen than what you've seen. So if I, if everyone was to get upset at everyone for not watching stuff, we'd just be an angry group of people, which we might already be. but
2: you yeah, know that's that's a good point. That's that is point. true. We've announced quite a bit of stuff that we still haven't watched ourselves. a lot of stuff man
1: i mean you 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 tom and uh luigi were all talking about horror movies and i felt like for the first like nine movies only one of you had seen what that movie so whoever picked it had seen it and everyone else is like oh shit i haven't seen that i've got to watch it
2: (laughs) (laughs) well that's why we picked tom because he had some suggestions for us for his cult classics right so
0: yeah, my number yeah. one though. I feel like everyone's seen that one. But yeah, for the most part, they were definitely.
1: Yeah, your number one
0: movie though. You're wrong.
1: God, I. Why are you here?
0: Why do you have these terrible? Hey, have you
1: seen Have you seen it lately? Dude, I watch it every year. It doesn't hold up, man.
0: It holds, it totally holds, man. <laughs> that's why, that's, why, that's why, why I brought J Man
2: to uh, uh, come and create
0: chaos today. So that's right, creator of chaos here. Now, moving on, this all came from uh RIP Coolio, but anyway, moving on, Trevor Noah is going to be leaving the Daily Show. And I didn't know this, but turns out everyone else did. James Corden is also leaving the Late Late Show next year, so we're going to be seeing a new crop of late night sh- uh talk show hosts at least in the later hours or other parts. Obviously, we still have Colbert. We got Fallon. So those are going to stick around. But it's interesting to see there's already a changing of the guard. So we'll see who's coming up next. Yeah, I mean.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, ahead, JC. I was just going to say both those guys are jaded with with the Hollywood. So that's kind of why they're stepping away. The amount of money that James Corden left on the table by not Agreeing to extend his contract is wild, bro. No kidding. How much money? Or yeah, how much? I, th- I think it was going to be something like ten to twenty million a a year. Oh my That's god! It was, like, it was like a ridiculous it, huh? number. I forgot what it was, but I think he. I mean, you have to be a special kind of narcissist and a, and a, and an absolute deviant to be just comfortable with Hollywood. And uh, he's very much a family dude, and I just don't think he he kind of vibes with that that lifestyle not
2: anymore. He probably got tired of it.
1: He's not he's not really a part of that that Kevin Spacey
2: posse, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, man? Uh, honestly, like after a while, I, I mean, I don't watch these shows. I, I usually see their skits like on YouTube, or they'll just pop up on my social media. I was like, oh, that's yeah, pretty exactly. funny. Um, other than that, man, I don't really watch the late shows. Uh, Yeah, actually, the same
0: thing. I've never seen their actual episodes, really, because I don't watch
2: cable or or regular television
0: often. But a bunch of their skits always come up.
1: Yeah, I mean the skits are funny. the The problem is, is to to you know everything's on demand. So if you don't have the Late Show on demand, I don't care. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's sad, but it's true. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the Late Show when I want to watch the Late Show. But unfortunately, it's not geared towards that kind of functionality so it's not there like one thing that blows my mind and maybe i'm maybe the only person but like why has nobody tried buying the rights for broadcasting or streaming all the old wheel of fortune and all the old jeopardy oh i like if i'm a streaming person and i'm trying to get people to come to my platform those things people will watch I'm talking from old people to young people. Like so many different people would watch that. And that would just instantly bring people to your platform. You know, I which would one? watch the shit out of Wheel of Fortune.
0: You know which one I would watch? But I, I, I admittedly don't know if I'd watch like the really old ones. But I would watch some of the older ones of Family Feud, man. If they had Family Feud on a streaming service, I'd probably watch the shit out of that, dude.
1: I love watching Family Feud. Bro, any of those game shows, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire would be awesome. Going back and seeing the interactions with the chick who hosts The Weakest Link and her, oh, and her yeah. guests <laughs> yeah. would be right. amazing. <laughs> Sitting there and watching who's smarter than a fifth grader and laughing to yourself because you know Luigi isn't would be hysterical. Oh, <laughs> oh, I
2: can't stand you. <laughs> I can't
0: stand you. God. Oh, All
1: right.
0: Nice, this huh? will do it for us this week, guys. We'll see you next week on Revenge of the... No,
1: I'm just kidding. All right. Sorry, Moving this, is, on. this is Room 303, not Revenge.
0: Get, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, Jermaine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: last but not least. Now, Jermaine ruined it because he just had to look at my my spell check or my misspelling, really, on our notes. Google Stadia is actually shutting down. Shocker, this can be added to Google's huge graveyard of different projects that they've had. And I used to have Google Music, obviously. It doesn't even exist anymore, so there's that. Uh, and they're refunding every single purchase that has ever been made on the platform. So that's pretty interesting. I wonder if they're going to like do a buyback for the controls that they also had.
1: I think mm-hmm. it's because there wasn't enough sales. So they willingly given the money back.
2: I <laughs> uh, Yeah, which is all
1: of like maybe
2: $100,000.
1: So this news is not shocking.
2: No, it's not.
1: When Google Stadia was announced, it was very much a pioneer of cloud-based gaming. But in response to Google trying to get into the sphere, um, it might have resulted in one of the best things that happened to gamers. But Xbox and Sony, right, the two powerhouses besides Nintendo, um, in the gaming world, they announced a partnership where Sony essentially is going to use Microsoft's existing architecture, right? So they're Azure based cloud environments Mm -hmm. uh, and Mm. Sony is going to leverage their existing infrastructure to build out their cloud-based gaming. And that was both in response to, um, that was, that was announced like a month or so after Google Stadia went live. So, They took it as a hell no, Google, you're already big enough. We're going to send Google Stadia the way of Google Plus and Google Music and Google Photos and (laughs) and whatever else you want to name. We got this. Uh, And they kind of, they banded together. Essentially, they were like, we're not letting Google get a leg in this this multi-billion dollar industry.
0: Yeah, which I mean, not great for gamers, but at the same time, like I would just love for games to be like cross platforms all the way. So I guess it, it's still a problem either way.
1: But well, I, I was, kind of was, expect- uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was I was just gonna say that was part of the, the deal that they're making. So Xbox and Sony reaching across the table is kind of what picked up Sony's end of the cross platforming because um, Sony has really been like the person who's like, nah, we don't play with you. (laughs) You, (laughs) So so part of that, that's kind of one of the better things. So you're seeing this more cross-platform situation. Also, you know, it's a lot easier to build cross-platform into a new device, vice and older device. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why you kind of see like it's become much more functional with the you know the xbox series x and the ps5s because they were planning for it already
0: oh okay okay well shit man it it spelt the end for google stadia that's for damn sure but as you mentioned it didn't look like it was going to last very long a lot of people in the industry didn't think it would last long either right
1: no i thought it would fail i didn't think i didn't think they're first of all they didn't market it well at all what no Uh, nobody knew nobody knew about it right and then i sure didn't the existing parties weren't gonna allow um a company like google to get into it like they didn't kill sega just to let google take its place (laughs) that's a good point
0: (laughs) oh shit all right before the movie gets started guys we got to get into those trailers so let's get to it boys Uh, trailers everyone I've got a few so I'm going to run through some of them if there's one that you want to uh, hear talk more about Jason and Jermaine just let me know I'll do a little pause now we've got Cloverfield 4 in the works uh, but it's now at Paramount Plus after Warner Brothers Discovery canceled multiple J.J. Abrams projects that is what people are assuming is the reason that it went to Paramount Plus now instead of staying at Warner Brothers Discovery.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I know you really like the Cloverfield films, so that's cool. Cool for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm a I'm a fan, man. I'm I'm excited to see what's next. I never saw Paradox.
2: I never saw Cloverfield Paradox, but I've seen the first two.
1: I'm I'm pro canceling JJ Abrams projects. He hasn't, been, he, hasn't, <laughs> he, he hasn't been hitting the same. He needs a little break. He had this
0: show, this which is the reason they canned some of his projects. It was called Demimond and it's officially canceled and it was already like it had bloomed up to like 200 million or something like that. It was already crazy priced and it wasn't even in production yet. So they uh, they yeah, they canned that one and I'm pretty sure he was pissed off about that. But come on, man, 200 mil without even going into production? That's
1: wild. You don't, you don't even have a footage shot <laughs> like and you spent 200 million. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. Ah,
0: uh, but what next is Vince Gilligan is working on a new show at Apple TV Plus. It is going to have, from my understanding, one of the actresses from Better Call Saul. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who because I haven't seen Better Call Saul. So I'm in the dark on that one. But yeah, I just know the female
2: out. lawyer. That's about it. So if it's her, she, she's good. Um, right. I've just seen the first two seasons. So that's. Yes.
0: All right. And did you guys get to see the new last of us trailer that dropped?
2: I sure did. What I about sure you, did. Jermaine?
1: I saw, I saw some of it. I, I will say that I've, I've recently, um, and some trailers, uh, they just show too much now. And it, and, <laughs> and then they release like four different trailers. And so you've seen mm, like that's ten, true. Ten, 10 minutes of whatever you're trying to watch. So, I'll, I try to watch a little bit or at least one of them just to be like, yo, does it look good at least? And then I, I keep it pushing. And the Last of Us, I know I'm going to watch. So like I, <laughs> I, I kind of watched out of the corner of my eye.
2: Oh, nice, nice. I, no, I, I like that, man, because I kind of wish I hadn't seen a part of the Black Panther 2 trailer. Oh, the recent one? <laughs> yeah, because they, they show the Black Panther actually rising up, and you can kind of tell who it's going to be.
1: Nah, uh, chill, bro. I yeah, I'm not, not going to say Yeah, bro, I know, I know, mate. I know.
2: Don't watch it. It ruined it for me. I'm not going yeah. to tell you. Yeah. All you do is ruin <laughs> yeah.
1: stuff too, Jason. I got to jump in quick enough before you No, do I, I, I promise. Know. Yeah, I promise I wasn't going to say
2: anything, but I was like, damn, what? And it just popped up randomly while I was trying to watch a, a YouTube video for another trailer. I was like, why did it just show me this? Because I was telling myself, I was like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to kind of ruin it for me. I was a little upset. I'm not going to lie. I'm um, not
0: going to lie, Jermaine. You're going to have trouble avoiding avoiding spoilers on that one. I think that they the whole uh marketing campaign is about to wind up even more. Um but oh, yeah. Dude,
1: trust me, I'm undefeated. When I actually try to avoid stuff, I'm undefeated actually unde- at avoiding it. Okay, okay. Just Unless you go out of your way m- maliciously, Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: not going to lie, man. Danny DeVito. It's Danny DeVito. <laughs> if it's not ryan gosling
1: we we, we boycott
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right um moving on from last of us a quick hit so the Munsters film it's like a remake by rob zombie hit netflix i watched some of it it's fine i mean it's fine i think i liked the old show better but it's very much in the same vein it's it's not bad it's not good it's just eh uh, didn't end up finishing it, and I wasn't like upset about it. Would I watch more pieces of it again? Yeah, I would definitely watch it in the background. Would I sit and just watch the movie?
1: I don't know.
2: I don't know about all that. You but lost anyway.
1: me at Rob Zombie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you lost me at Monsters. I don't even know what that is. I, I think we talked about it, right?
1: Oh, yeah yeah, no, yeah, the the yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. No, I remember them. I remember them. You yeah, don't anyway. know but what the, the Monsters sh- is? Yeah, no, I remember. I remember with the Vampire and Frankenstein uh-huh
1: and they, uh, they the came out a lot on nick at night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. have the dope car that they used to get
2: everywhere dude, dude I, I vaguely would... remember that but I, I i wouldn't watch a lot of it but i just remember because uh it was during that like nick at night type of stuff right exactly yeah it's it yeah, right. it a black I mean, and white show yeah. yeah yeah they had that car on display at this
0: uh comic convention i went to it's pretty dope all right but that's moving like- on Kingdom of Planet of the Apes it's is set to release in 2024. Uh, it's going to be directed by Wes Ball, who is of Maze Runner fame. He made the Maze Runner films. Uh, you guys excited about Kingdom Planet of the Apes, or are you just like, eh? Hey. I, I know
2: uh, a buddy of ours is really excited. He I'm, says, I love those movies. <laughs>
1: the trilogy was fire, so... Yeah, it really was. If, good, it, yeah. if it's pretty close to that... Um, it's going to be, it's kind of hard to follow with Andy Serkis not directing it, but uh, the Maze Runner films were not terrible. So I have, I have pretty high hopes for it. And you know, who doesn't like man versus ape?
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, those are my favorite animals. So I love watching that. Yeah. Those right. are,
2: those are dope films. Did Louis reveal to the
1: his favorite one. type of porn? <laughs> bro,
2: not here bro, not here
1: that's bestiality
2: Randall
0: anyway moving on uh, <laughs> alright next one I'm actually going to let Jermaine hit this one because he gave us the updates uh, what's going on with Armor Wars Jermaine
1: yeah Armor Wars I think Marvel realized that in order to have everyone in Iron Man suits it's going to cost a lot of money so, <laughs> and then they realized hey we're also paying Don Cheadle so (laughs) they said we should probably make this a goddamn movie so uh i i also think a lot of this is stemming from what's happening with the x-men universe at marvel and what's happening with the um you know daredevil reboots so they're having more shows that they're having to slate onto disney Mm plus and this movie of the ones that they were already they were in production lends itself more readily to a film. Um, And it also could have been, you know, um, scheduling conflicts similar to the blade issue. That's one of the reasons why the director stepped away is they kept pushing it back in the production phase. And now it's conflicting with something else that he wants to do. So I think that maybe filming a television show wasn't as feasible. And so they decided to go with this, this movie movie route. Now, I will say this is based off a storyline in the Marvel comics, the Armor Wars storyline, so I think it has a lot of potential to be really dope, but it is still in the MCU, so I will temper the expectations.
0: Oh, you're not an MCU fan, or is it just like gory in the comics, no, so it won't just, translate?
1: No, Comics does way more fun stuff than the MCU. Yeah,
0: I like, right. uh, yeah, agree with And, that.
1: and co- comics has the luxury of people's imagination to fill in some of those gaps right the way you know the way the paneling goes the way the words are placed on the page it lends itself to to more of the mind wandering and, and the reader picturing it right so that's why a lot of people enjoy reading um, to whereas when you're making a film right you have to have not only a cohesive story you have to have dialogue you have to have pragmatic, shots and then you still have to somehow figure out how to get cool stuff into it and it's a lot more difficult than having let's say a a 12 issue run of a comic story and uh so I, i i applaud what they're able to accomplish when they are filming these mcu movies and from that perspective i think it's awesome but it also cracks me up that we're watching you know men in spandex And, you know, women in leotards and somehow we can't have these crazy, epic, cool things happen in in the movie. So it's, you know, uh, same issues that people complain about now for the MCU are the same issues that were there since the beginning. So, you know, it's now everyone's kind of caught up to where I was from the beginning. And, you know, they have 10 years to be spoiled and biased on. And so now everyone's now everyone's a critic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's probably true. I will say, though, true that that Armor Wars does sound bad. I mean, I don't know the story, but I'm like a Don Cheadle story. Probably going to deal with, you know, some kind of stealing of Stark tech, if I had to guess, if it's MCU shit, and then it's going to be, it's going to have all these different people in Iron Man suits. I, that sounds like a great movie to me, more than it did a show. So I'm, I'm cool with it.
1: I'm hoping Sam Jackson gets put in a suit.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that'd be oh, sick.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> that would be fun to watch.
1: Although, man, that trailer for Secret Invasion, dude, it looks good. It looks damn good. I am so happy because Secret Invasion is one of my all time favorite storylines. And the fact that the trailer looked that good, and I'm like, yo, and we can actually do Spycraft as Nick Fury, uh, I couldn't be more excited. What's so funny is your last episode, you guys were talking about Invasion of the Body Snatcher, fantastic movie, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. The Thing, fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. And Secret Invasion is – that's the whole premise of Secret Invasion. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Like the the synergy of the the last two podcasts and now discussing Secret Invasion is fantastic. Like if you are into – you know, not knowing what's happening at any given time, Secret Invasion should be a blast. If you've seen the Captain Marvel movie, yes, it's terrible. You you can keep that opinion; it's, it's standard issued. But <laughs> when when they were shape shifting and you had no clue who was who, now imagine that on a larger scale, and it's Sam, and Jackson trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for it, man. It does look obviously smaller scale than the comic book version because I've seen like stories from the comic version and like comic uh, like panels from the comics. I'm like, man, it literally like it changed the whole canon of the the Marvel the Marvel universe uh, in the comics, from my understanding. So that's got to be an interesting thing that they're going to um,
1: it, show on awesome. TV. It's pretty awesome because. They planted the seeds for Secret Invasion for I believe seven to eight years in the comics, for that oh, for that shit. payoff. Damn. And Captain America was one of the people who got snatched and replaced by a scroll. the The reason why they figured out that this was even happening is Electra was killed by Bullseye. Electra turned out so when a, when a scroll is killed, they turn back into their. To their regular form, right? Obviously, they can't hold their shape shifting anymore. So when Electra was killed, everyone's just like, "Oh my god!" And then they cut to it, and it's like Mister Fan discussing with, um, I think it's like Hank Pym or something like that. And they're like, "Oh crap! There's a scroll, and they have no clue who to trust anymore." And, oh, and so interesting <laughs> that series ended right. So I I don't have any issues saying any of this it's a spoiler obviously if you haven't read the storyline from (laughs) the early 2000s uh tough and it don't worry it's not going to be in the mcu but norman osborne actually has the kill shot on the scroll queen using this gigantic Ridiculous sniper rifle that Norman Osborne has no business holding up except he's the Green Goblin. So he holds up this giant sniper rifle and domes the Scroll Queen from across the map. And this fight is happening, and the national broadcast is there recording it. And they record Norman Osborne, and then the tagline goes, Norman Osborne, hero of the secret invasion. He then becomes, so, of he, he, he becomes elected. The president of the United States, and at that time it was, I believe, Tony Stark, and Tony Stark merged the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. into the U.S. government, so when Norman Osborn was taking over, he took over the U.S. government, S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers. And then Norman Osborn, <laughs> Norman Osborn- Is this Dark Reign? This is Dark Reign, so that secret invasion fed into Dark Reign, which is an amazing storyline on top of it. He, <laughs> he creates his own Avengers, but with bad guys. Venomous, yeah. v- venomous Spider-Man. Uh, what's her uh, name?
0: is Wolverine,
1: right? Yeah, so Wolverine's son is Wolverine. Um, the Iron Patriot is Norman Osborn, so he takes the Iron Man armors that he now owns because he's the president of the United States and the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Avengers, and he spray paints it American flag style, so he's now Captain America and Iron Man. Um, Bullseye is...
2: Hawkeye. Um, okay.
1: bull- Bullseye is Hawkeye. Wow. <laughs> uh, moon... Man, what's her name? Moon Dragon or Moon... Moonstar, she plays miss marvel um S- H- hulk's son scar is their hulk um <laughs> and yeah i'm trying to remember all the whole team but it's outstanding and then from there you have cyclops go toe to toe with the avengers by I mean, himself the, no and the x-men
0: oh okay 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 avengers versus x-men
1: yeah, and then you get into the Avengers versus the X-Men. It's just... I mean, the, the setup, the build-up, I, that whole run was outstanding. So I'm, I'm really hyped to see Secret Invasion, if you can't tell.
0: I, I can tell. I'm, I'm really excited for Secret Invasion. I'm also really excited for Secret Wars. That was definitely a big childhood thing with the, the Spider-Man show as a kid. I still remember it to this day. And honestly, the run, I think the Hickman run in 2016, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. So i'm um, excited for all the things that are coming marvel's way but let's get move into the next item that we've got uh community if you guys are fans they're gonna do they're finally gonna do a movie it's gonna in the works at peacock and we've and, got a f-
1: and a movie
2: baby let's go
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know you're a
2: fan of that one huh jermaine
1: oh bro when i saw it was such a simple graphic to let you know it's coming to peacock it just says and a movie and if you are a community diehard like me you know, since he created that show, Dan Harmon has been saying six seasons and a movie. It's the hashtag he included everywhere. Community is the much belied multi-canceled, nonstop cult hit. And now we're finally getting the movie. I can't wait.
0: That's true. It's got a huge fan base. It's got a huge fan base. And the, I've never seen an episode.
1: It's, yeah. It's my all-time favorite television show.
2: Uh, do you think they bring back uh, Donald Glover for for the movie?
1: I think the whole cast will be back.
2: Oh, that'd be sick! Now oh, I don't know silly.
1: how it's gonna happen. Uh, based on some of the things they did in the final season, but I'd be shocked. I know that everyone, every cast member, loved making that show, so I believe they would all come back for it. But you know, it you, people change. You know, they you don't know how if someone got wronged, maybe they don't offer them enough money. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, schedules, all that.
0: All right. So we got a few more. I'm going to hit these quick so we can move on. Uh, there's a movie called Peripheral starring Chloe Grace Moretz come in October 26th to Prime Video. It's like a sci-fi virtual world with real world stakes. Uh, it's from the makers of Westworld. So I want to see a little more details on it. It looks interesting. The graphics look good. Prime obviously throws money at everything. So I'm interested to see that one. Just a it's reminder. It's a
1: television show.
0: Oh, it's a television show. Okay, thank you. It is a television series coming to Prime. So I'm excited to see the graphics on it, really. Uh, Next one would be, just a reminder, this month we're getting, or is it November, we're getting Amsterdam with Christian Bale. We've got Marco Robbie in it. I saw Chris Rock in it. Lots of huge names in the Amsterdam movie. So just a reminder, that's coming out pretty soon. October 7th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. October 7th. Uh, john david washington I, I the list goes on but we're gonna move forward as well so let me see what else do we got uh, i think so actually here we go next up would be a movie that i saw a preview for during a film that i went to see this weekend it's called devotion it's about a korean war pilot one of the greatest pilots fighter pilots of that war and it sounds like maybe of all time uh november 23rd
2: checking that one out and that's it for me guys what do you got jason uh just a reminder we have the uh we got a release date for the wednesday show on netflix uh, that's set to release on november 23rd and Is it then a wednesday i don't know if it's a wednesday that's a good question i probably should have checked that out uh, well, I can do that right now, my good I'll friend. You, it is boy, on a Wednesday. Man. Let's <laughs> go Netflix. Yeah, Synergy, that's, baby. That's how they do it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I know, just because we talked about this earlier throughout the year, and so did everyone uh, on social media. I didn't know this, but uh, hot take: the Depp Herd trial—a uh, trailer, a release—and I think the movie's out now on Tubi. Um, they made a movie about the Depp Heard trial. Isn't that crazy? Feels
1: like it's really soon. No.
2: But all right, yeah. Hold, hold
1: it feels like a, a slap in the face.
2: Yeah, like why would we? They,
1: they spent more coverage on this trial than they did on the Galen Maxwell trial, right? Not oh yeah, real. we yeah no, we and, we
2: brought that up when they and we were now, talking about
1: this. And now they've already got a movie about actors in a courtroom setting. Yep. I already didn't believe Johnny Depp and Amber Heard anyways, because they're paid actors, some of the better ones in the world, hence why we know them. And now it's an even bigger slap in the face. Hey, you know that shit we distracted you with that was completely fucking pointless? Uh, by the way, we made a movie about it.
2: Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't like seeing it. I was like, what? But uh, the guy that plays Johnny Depp, man, looks kind of, kind of weird. Kind of a, a younger oh, version, he, but yeah, it looks he, kind he of looked- like him.
1: He looks like the great value version of Johnny Depp.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. The wish uh, wish Johnny Depp. Either way, I don't think I'm the wish Johnny Depp. (laughs)
2: I'm not going to catch it, but if you guys are interested, it's there. Um, And it it looked all right. I mean, whatever. If you guys are really interested in that, uh, by all means, go for it. And yeah, man, that's that's all I got. America does love its celeb gossip. and That's never going to
0: change. But yeah, if you guys want to check it out, where can they see it again?
2: Uh, Tubi which be. is Got free it. by the
0: way
1: is it to be or not to be oh, man. Oh, all man. right
0: that is the question right now moving <laughs> exactly. on into tv land tv land
2: jason what you been watching man all right well i haven't finished it all i just saw the first two episodes and i think you've only seen the first one right luigi yeah, I've only seen the first episode uh, and like
0: parts of the second episode, but not okay. the
2: whole thing. Well, I'm talking about Dahmer on Netflix. Uh, I just kind of just, my first thoughts on it, very creepy. And I think Evan Peters is doing an amazing job so far. And for those of you guys who don't know who Dah- what Dahmer is about, it's it's about a serial killer from the late Jeffrey 80s. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer from the late 80s, early 90s. Um, killed about 15, 17 uh, young men uh and was the way dismembered their bodies and actually ate these uh ate his victims so it's a story about him but in from what i'm told and from what i've seen uh people's reviews it's not shining the light on and praising this character but just kind of like the dark side of him uh i think they said the one takeaway is that they didn't give enough attention to the victims which uh i feel like they should always shine light on on these people uh especially serial killers. Right. Cause I know people are like very interested in serial killers, but at the same time you got to remember the victims. And I feel like in most films or documentaries about this should be, we should shed a little bit more light on the victims. That's, that's just my opinion on that. Um, Cause their families get damaged, right? Uh, you, you never really get over it. Um, they show a court case on it that I've seen. That's kind of to the T about the, the victim's family members and, you know their trauma and how they have to live through it and that's that's kind of cool uh, to see that and how how much damage he did to these people
0: yeah i would agree i mean i think the problem is right like we're interested because of the serial killer right right so in like effectively they're gonna get glorified which isn't great right but hopefully viewers who watch this know like at least most obviously a lot of these serial killers end up with like multiple multiple wives in prison right so that's problematic but the the whole thing is we don't want we're not trying to glorify them it's just interesting to watch a human study of such a, such a monstrous human being right yeah on the psychological so
2: side yeah I, exactly I yeah
0: so hopefully you know they do find a way in the future because obviously that's what i've been hearing as well as that they don't really shed light on the victims so hopefully next time around, maybe they'll find a good way to do that. I know it's hard because the story that you're going in for is finding out what this crazy person did. But at the end of the day, like they're not, they're they're not like the ideal human being. And we want to be able to celebrate the the actual lives that were taken away. So that makes sense. I get where yeah. you're coming from.
2: But uh, yeah, I'm going to finish watching it. And I'll probably have like just my take on the what I ended up seeing. But so far, it's pretty good. How do you feel about Evan Peters, man? Oh, love the dude, man. I loved him since uh, Phil of the Future on Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, don't, dude, know, what I don't, don't know what that is. I've known him since Phil the Future. I know what I know Jermaine watched those. the Future. What
1: a throwback. <laughs> yeah. Jesus.
2: <laughs> yes. The early to,
1: th- early to mid-2000s Disney Channel shows were so wild, and I still watched them all.
2: That's dude, like the too. sweet life of Zach and Cody. Oh, bro, I love. Uh, so that's like uh, when I'm getting ready to go to bed, we have to have something on, and I I go I hit up all the throwback uh, TV shows like Recess, Feel the Future, That's so Raven, like all that shit, man. It just helps helps me fall asleep, bro. Recess. <inaudible> speaking of
1: another uh, another uh, theme song intro, dude. Right, Recess, bro.
2: Bum, bump. Yeah,
0: dude. What class? Yeah, I, I don't know what guy. you guys are talking about, so
1: Bro, I yeah. think Evan Peters is in that. That's hysterical. But sorry, you can get Luigi back in.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry, Yeah, cuz uh, I don't know if you know this JC, but uh Luigi, Luigi's family wasn't smart enough to steal cable from their neighbors, so he didn't have the Disney Channel growing up as a kid. Um Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, he yeah, would, yeah.
1: He, even if he did, he would have to go vacuum or do someone else's laundry or something.
2: <laughs> <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh anyways the next one that i that you guys haven't seen because uh in our pre-show uh luigi talked about it but uh jermaine also was not a fan of the first one which is okay um i'm starting to think because you guys didn't have sisters so i think that's why i grew up watching it and really liking it but i'm talking about hocus pocus the first one uh hey, jerome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb had long hair too, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're both
1: pretty feminine.
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, so I, we saw Hocus Pocus two on Friday. Uh, I, I I enjoyed it, man. It was uh, uh very nostalgic. It played back to a lot of uh, the old movie. Uh, I, we talked to a couple of um, uh, Jamie's uh, uh, sister in law uh, that she didn't like the ending. Um I'm going to ruin it for you guys cuz I know you guys don't care. Uh so spoiler alert everybody who's who hasn't watched it yet. Uh it kind of gave a good ending for the witches and she was upset she's like well they're the Sanderson sisters they're evil like you know they 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 go to hell like that that's that's what's going on. Uh towards the end of the film um the main sister uh Winifred uh she's about to take she wants to take all the power but if she takes all the power she, there's a risk but she didn't read the warning label on it. And the warning label was, you can have all the power, but you're going to lose what you cherish the most, which is her two younger sisters. So they end up disappearing, and she gets really sad. And the the people, the good people, like, turns out one of them's a witch. So she does a spell that she can be with her sisters, but she doesn't end up being all powerful. So she ends up having, she ends up, they end up dying, but they end up dying and ending up together. So that's kind of how it ended. Wow. Uh, I personally liked it because it kind of shows that, yeah, although these are evil women, uh, you know, she and the main sister is like super evil. She cares about her sisters more than being all powerful. So that was kind of cool. Family so, first. Yeah, family definitely,
1: first. Definitely not for me. Good riddance.
2: <laughs> so, but yeah. She sounds.
1: Like, <laughs> hey, Did they replace the main
0: sister
2: with Vin Diesel? <laughs> uh, as I don't need power, I got familial or family yeah family. yeah and then uh he cracked hey, he cracked you're
1: hispanic a, without telling me you're
2: hispanic he cracked uh, a <laughs> corona at the end you know uh. <laughs> uh i will say the uh the song too you know how they have a musical number in the first one i put a spell on you right that another one um one way or another i'm gonna find you i'm gonna get you get you so they did that uh it was okay. It wasn't as cool as the first uh, one, you know, where they're singing in front of the crowd and puts them under a spell. So uh, that was it, you know. Sarah Jessica Parker, man, hilarious, bro. She plays a very good, funny dits. Uh, Dude, you know, in the preview, sister...
0: she did make me laugh with the spread out scene. I was like, "That's that's funny."
2: Yeah, she's like quick spread out, and then she started like just stretching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah did she, make had, me laugh. she has her moments, man. Oh, and they they uh they go back in time. And they show the Sanderson sisters as uh, little kids, and uh, when they're first getting their powers. And yo, man, the, the little girls that played the Sanderson sisters, man, they played their mannerisms to the t, bro. It was really, it was really cool to see. Uh, so the little girls did a good job at portraying uh, these iconic uh, sisters uh, at, at so, a young age. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that was it. I might hope uh, overall uh, six uh, six point five. Yeah, i'd recommend watching it if you guys are a fan of hocus pocus um so yeah but if you're not i totally understand (laughs) yeah i don't know if i I
0: mean i may end up watching it because my kid likes hocus pocus so
2: we'll see it was was entertaining bro it's not like like boring you know Uh, i'll say that and it it's quick it's not a long move it's not a long film so you don't have to sit through two hours of you know two hours plus
1: plus well, you're a dad good. Good. dude just use your dad skills and fall asleep if it's not good
2: that's <laughs> that's probably true
0: yeah i could, I could do that <laughs> i've done it before shoot <laughs> I, uh, I did it with a movie that's supposed to be good that minions rise of grew i was like
1: i don't want to
2: watch this right now I'm asleep. <laughs> i want i want to watch that dude i heard it was
1: i heard that was awesome
2: yeah, just I,
1: I would movie. watch that, but I'm not knocking them for falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but,
2: be- <laughs> but before we get into ones that we have both seen, Luigi, uh, I know you saw some films. Yeah, I saw uh, a few things,
0: man. I saw a few things. Uh, first off, I saw Nope. Finally, guys. Late hot take here. Hey, so I know it came out in what is it? June or July. I think it came out in July, but I just recently saw Nope clearly would have fit in our monster movies. I don't think it would have hit uh, my top monsters because uh, the monster just looks like a, a flying saucer. Spoiler alert! But you find out pretty quickly in the movie. Like it's not it's not that shocking.
1: He's saying spoiler alert after he revealed. Yeah.
0: Well, what, what can I do yeah, now? Yeah. You know,
1: it's I've already come too far. So <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. I mean, technically, it looks like a different animal, but we don't want to get into too many spoilers. So yeah. So.
0: Uh, the cinematography, I thought, was really good. A lot of great landscape scenes. I think some of the close-up shots were really good. A lot of the work they did with the with the horses was pretty good, which I found ironic because it seems like there's a bit of a message of like being against animal captivity or the dangers of animal captivity, like watching an animal turn on you uh, because of their wild instincts. That's kind of like what they're playing on with the film itself. Like, what do you do with an enclosed animal? I'm guessing this this creature is also somewhat enclosed, but it seems like it could have left anytime it wanted to. Anyway. Um, so, That's a rage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw some of the comparisons just because they, they went so far with the chimp, and then they made a big deal about comparing horses to the creature itself. I was like, okay, I see what you guys are trying to do. Uh, I thought the acting was pretty damn good. I, I I enjoyed the acting specifically from Daniel Kaluuya. I think he did a really good job, uh, but everyone in it does a pretty great job. I would rate it probably around the same as Top Gun Maverick. I would rate it around an 8. Really 8.0, 8. yeah. I think that's where I would put, put it and Top Gun Maverick if I had to guess
1: top gun maverick only got an eight out of you
2: yeah it only Uh, got an eight out of me higher on me bro higher for me
1: what do they have to do suck each other's dick on get a higher score what's going on here luigi Uh, (laughs)
2: look
1: i thought it was a great movie. what was wrong with that movie
0: i i so personally uh i think the story is a bit simplistic and they're doing the same thing over again right that's it's it's not a new story. They're playing out this pretty much the same story as the first one. I'm not hating on it. It's still an eight. I liked the movie, but it was just like, well, you guys already did this, you know. Um, I arguably though they may have done it better the second time around because I really like the beginning of the movie before. Ironically, before he gets to the Top Gun, back to the Top Gun program, that was like my favorite part of the movie when he was testing out that uh, Mach Ten. Yeah, man, that, that whole sequence was so fun to watch. And in my mind, I was thinking, that's exactly where he would be. That's exactly where he would be. That makes so much sense. And I loved the technology that they were testing out. I loved that he was still in like the pilot seat. I thought that was really cool. But yeah, overall, I was just like, yeah, it's the same story. you know. The only movie that's gotten higher than those two for me has been Everything Everywhere All at Once. So,
1: Yeah, that story has never been told. <laughs> listen
0: it seems like the most fresh take on it i can't say that uh, I'm just, i can't say
2: that top gun is the most fresh no i will say I, I i did love top gun uh it was definitely a higher score for me i i remember if i recall i think i had it in like 8.7 or something like that yeah i had them both
0: at eight so, uh, Eight still damn good i don't know why every i knew everyone was gonna do this to me too because like, everyone's like this is the movie of the year i'm like eh, it's good it's really good it's one of the it's one of the movies of the year for sure it's one of the movies of the year um but yeah
1: top gun maverick was outstanding the way they shot all the air sequences the way they that shot is the amazing pe- the way they shot oh, people amazing in the cockpit the yeah. character beats the one, the one knock on it, and the reason why, and it's the reason why I kind of agree with Jason's score of the eight seven is how unnecessary was the Jennifer Connelly storyline, yeah, dude? So unnecessary, <laughs> bro. We had to have the the love interest thing, right? I was like, like dude, we don't need the love interest. we got no, we two got, bros, well, oh,
2: we got good. I was like, we just needed the relationship between uh, 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 Tom Cruise and uh, Miles My- Teller you know that's it. like exactly, that that's the only bro. that's the only thing like that is enough um um drama that you need because that was the son the, the dad wouldn't would still be there if it wasn't for you know Ma- uh, maverick you know so the and that i should i feel like they should have played more into that I, I agree yeah
1: yeah that that was my that was my only complaint but it is shot so outstanding It looks great. It sounds amazing. The sounds and the way they they scored that entire movie is fantastic. The Miles Teller playing the piano callback to Goose was fire. Tom Cruise riding the motorcycle, racing the jet again was fire. The flyby, fire. If you love the first Top Gun, this movie was better and then some. Well, I guess that's we why I didn't, why love, the first didn't one. love the first one. I was like, "eh, it's all right." This God, one, I'm like, "oh no, this is, this is a pretty good oh movie!" Oh my goodness! I had to listen to fuck to what ten minutes of Hocus Pocus two, and we're now an we're bashing Top Gun. <laughs> no, not, no, what? no, 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 we're not bashing it. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't love the no. first one. <laughs> you just said you loved Hocus Pocus first I one. Didn't say, get out. Of here. I did What's love the, it because
2: it was a kid, bro. I didn't. I, I didn't see Top now. Gun. What's I didn't watch <laughs> Top Gun. I didn't watch Top Gun until last year, man. Or actually this year.
0: Yeah, it has no nostalgia for me. Yeah. I'm like, hey. oh my
2: god. Top Gun Maverick,
0: though, I will definitely be like, anybody should watch that movie. Anyone. Yeah, I, th- I, agree. I think it's enjoyable to every person. Which reminds and, me, I gotta have got there about- watch it.
1: And the Val Kilmer scene in that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah That's pretty RIP, nice. the He may not be dead yet, but he's.
2: No, no, he's not, but he, he he's probably, close. He's close, yeah. <laughs> <Jermaine>. <laughs> no, what? it's true. Man, it, was, it, was it true. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like yeah. that was
1: one of the big deals of that movie is that Val Kilmer actually had the strength to do that. His body is slowly giving out on him. That
0: is tragic. It was impressive to see him there. Impressive to see him there. That's for sure. But all right. Yeah. My point was, I rate Nope at around the same place that I play. That I rate uh, Top Gun Maverick, both very good movies, probably in the top films of the year for me. I have, um, I have a I have a one word response to that. Let me nope. guess. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker! Oh man, here we go. All right, moving on uh working my way right now through sandman i think uh, visually it's pretty pretty amazing to watch i would recommend after three episodes i'm like yeah i would definitely recommend at first both me and jason were not fans of the look of the main actor but that could be what he looks like in the comics i don't know haven't read the sandman comics i hear it's one of the greatest uh, comics of all time but the show so far is turning out to be pretty solid i would definitely recommend you have to be a fantasy fan and into those kinds of things because it's pretty out there. But if you are, it is it is going to be easily one of your favorite shows. And that again is on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. yeah. Cool. Also got started on Umbrella Academy Season 3. They're up to the same hijinks. It feels like Season 1 and 2. So I'm excited to see where, where the gang goes. It f- feels very much like a comedy superhero show which is pretty much what it is so i don't know why i said it feels like that because that's what it is it definitely follows those beats i'm gonna let you guys know how i feel about it more towards the end of the season then last thing that only i watched that the guys have not watched since yeah is woman king i checked it out this weekend uh me and gabby went to go see it a few things on there. I know Jason, you wanted to mention first off, uh, someone actually had pulled out of this movie before mm-hmm. it was made, and that's why Viola Davis got the part.
2: Yeah, Lupita, uh, can you pronounce the last name for me? You said it really, really Nyong'o. Well. Nyongo. Uh she pulled out because she was really excited to represent, you know, uh, you know, her her culture and so she, she actually went uh, to Africa to do some research and do a documentary on the Dahomey tribe. It, mm-hmm. th- am I saying that right?
1: And when the she homie? found out,
2: yeah, Dahomey, and you, Dahomey. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought <laughs> yeah. too. My bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it turns out she pulled out because she found out the true history of the Dahomey tribe and how they were part of the um, trans uh, Atlantic slave trade. And they're like one of the main ones that actually, they actually. Uh, what you would call it? Uh, help, you know.
1: They they stole their own people into slavery.
2: There we go. Thank you. And she had to pull out from it because she was just like, I can't do this. I can't represent this this tribe. So I'll let you take it from here, Luigi. I just want to bring that up there because I know you have some interesting stuff on the history of that, right?
0: Uh, just a few things. So the obviously these women warriors did actually exist. Uh, They did. It's not a that part's not made up. Obviously, uh, Jason is mentioning how the Dahomey were slave traders. And it does. So in the movie, when you watch it, it does kind of it's misleading when you watch it because it makes it seem as though they ended their slave trade. But during that time, a lot of these West Western African economies were running on slave trade. So there's no way they were just going to stop. And they only stopped for one year, but the movie makes it seem like that was it. They came to this epiphany and realization that they should not be selling their own people. But at the time that was definitely not the case. Uh, I don't think, I really don't think that African tribes at the time understood the implications of selling such large amounts of African people. I think now they do, but that definitely, they definitely gloss over it. Hardcore in the movie. To make it seem like oh it's gonna end there uh it's the feel for the film is very much like a period peace film above everything else like it gave me very much like gladiator patriot braveheart master and commander gangs of new york count of monte cristo all those kinds of movies very much period peace vibes um obviously it's an all-female warrior group so it definitely has that woman power aspect to it but it does not like overpower you with it which is nice Um, uh, it most of the beats fit into the movie because they are all women, so it works into the movie fairly easily. Now, some of the characters I did want to go over first off uh, the one of the main characters is the same actress that plays Monica Rambeau. I don't know if you guys know her name off the top of your head, but for that film, I think she was my favorite character. I thought she was pretty damn dope. Uh, I I don't want to say more but she's definitely probably my favorite character in the movie. Uh obviously John Boyega's in it. He does a great job. He's very he's pretty good at playing a king. Surprisingly, I was like, "Oh, okay, okay. You're very regal, but you also have like a kingly swagger. Like all those badass king scenes, he seems to be able to just do them easily." So that was nice to see. Viola Davis is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, everything you watch her in, she does a great job. Same goes for this one. She plays a badass leader. And the scenes in that film, my God, they're an obvious, they're obviously what inspired the Dora Milaje in Black Panther because a lot of this fight scenes in the film, and obviously, like, for the most part, women aren't going to be able to overpower men uh, on a regular basis. So in those scenes, it shows them working working their way through like fighting together against certain allies to use more power to take them out. And they go through some people. Uh, it's some, there are some of the best fight scenes I've seen in a while. So that was really fun to watch. Uh, especially, especially some of the like unison fight scenes. Cause that's what makes them so cool to watch. Still not as good as the John Wick fight scenes. I got to, those are like, God, those are so amazing. But really fun more historical looking fight scenes in the film so i definitely enjoyed that um let me see
1: her name is tiana paris by the way tiana oh, thank paris
0: you, thank you thank you thank you and then i think i've got most of the information that i wanted to talk about in ratings i would probably put it just under nope and and uh, top gun maverick So it would be around that same place. Very well-made film. Looks good. Sounds good. It's fun to watch. Definitely is one of those, like, that you come out feeling like, man, I want to fight somebody. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Good film. I would definitely recommend. But all right. We're going to go into the stuff that we've both watched. Jason, hit it for us first. What do you want to talk about first? There's three main shows we're watching now.
2: Three main ones?
0: Yeah, well... At least two. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. that's right.
2: Yeah, let's 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 uh let's hit. Totally forgot. I totally forgot about that. He doesn't uh, even know what he's watching. Uh, <laughs> three yeah, I know. There's a lot of shows I'm watching, man. It's a lot, dude. Uh, She Hulk. Let, let's go over that one because I feel like the uh the two episodes that we didn't go over, episode six and seven, kind of intertwine actually. Um, we we run into Jen Walters. She In the next episode, episode six, she gets invited to a wedding uh, from one of her friends from high school. And she gets invited to be a bridesmaid. And it's your typical, like, have you guys seen uh, when uh, girls get, uh, you know, sent over like a box of like, will you be my bridesmaid? Right. And they're like all excited, like glitter everywhere. They get little little prizes and stuff. Uh, Have you guys seen that by chance?
0: No, I didn't know that. No, it, it's like, a it's, it's a thing,
2: dudes, right? Yeah, yeah. And like a uh, get gets sent socks a, and then... a cigar or a whiskey glass and stuff, a flask, yeah. you know, yeah. yep. um, which is pretty cool, right? You know, but on the on the bridesmaid side, right? So it's a bridemaid's box, so she's excited, but we come to find out that uh, the the the, the bride to be is a, a, a total bitch. Uh, she's like <laughs> a a fake, a fake friend, dude. And Jen Walter, she's like, I don't why, why did she ask me to be a bridesmaid? Like, what, what's going on? And you know what? She, she realizes like, Hey, you know, I haven't seen these people in a while and uh, I want them to let them know I'm doing good. You know? So she, she, she shows up as she Hulk, right. Cause you know, she's super popular right now. And everyone's like, Oh my God. Yo Jen, you look amazing. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all this stuff. And the bride comes in. She's like, what are you doing? This is my day. Like, don't be she Hulk. Like, I don't want you to be she Hulk at all, which is kind of fair to be honest. You don't want uh, someone else taking all the attention if it's your wedding day, right? Steal your you thunder,
0: know? yeah. Yeah, I but the
2: way, you know, maybe not the way she approached it was the best way. is like, hey, you know, this is my day. Like, can you just not be She Hulk? You know, she could have said it in a nice way, but she's not, you come later, friend out. They're not really ah. good friends, right? And
0: then throughout the wedding, they just have her do chores and shit. Did you notice
2: that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's one guy that pays attention to her and she she gets, you know, she ends up telling him that, like, you know, like I just for once I just want people to like see me as as, as me, as as Jen Walter and not just She Hulk, like I you know, I'm I'm a successful lawyer, I'm doing fine, you know, like I I feel good. I, and this whole thing like she was by herself and everyone's like, Oh, you don't have a man, it's a you know, like It kind of made her feel bad. and uh, That's still somehow the measure. Right? right? Oh, but you're not married? You don't have a boyfriend? I was like, oh, weird, you know, kind of thing. But she's like, I don't need it. I have a good job. Like, I'm happy with my career. And, you know, I'm a superhero now. Or I have powers now. So ends up meeting this dude. uh, His name is Josh. And, uh, you know, did did you kind of... I don't know if you got got it from that last episode, but did you kind of get the vibe that maybe he's up to something? He was too good to be true. It was right?
0: definitely too good to be true.
2: Yeah. So and that's pretty much the gist of the episode six. You know, she ends up fighting Titania. Uh, she tries to ruin her uh, her day at the wedding because uh, like, Titania is like her arch nemesis now in, in the show so far, I guess. And in the comics. Oh, in the comics? Oh, nice. Okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. So she, you know, tries to steal her trademark, you know, in one of the episodes. And in this one, she just wants to. You know, like, she she just lost the case, so she just wants to show up at the wedding, wedding to just fuck with uh, Jen Walters, which is pretty funny. They end up having a fight. You know, Jen Walters beats the shit out of her. Uh, and that was pretty much it for from from the, the from that episode. So moving on to the episode. Oh, did you want to add anything to episode six, by the way, Luigi? Yeah, I just wanted to say at the end of the
0: episode, it shows that someone is surveilling the wedding, and it said that one of the phases of their plan was complete, And it looked like there was a whole lab that was trying to get the blood of She-Hulk. And sure enough, there's someone called the Hulk King who is trying to sabotage She-Hulk in some way. We don't know how or what the plans are, but they're definitely looking to get something from Jennifer Walters.
2: Thank you, sir. Yes. So moving on to the next episode, uh, she ends up getting a text from the guy, Josh, that she saw at the wedding. And they end up starting going on dates, you know, like, you know, nice, you know, that, that spark, you know, they're going on little friendly dates, you know, he's being very gentleman, like, you know, not kissing her on their first date and just leaving. And then they go on a second date and getting ready to kiss her doesn't. And then they go on a third date and, you know, she lets him in and, you know, they, they end up hooking up, you know, just like, and it seems like a, you know, he seems like a kind guy, you know, very gentleman. And, uh, Obviously, they implied that they they slept together. So the next morning, she texts him like, yo, that last night was fun with a little smiley face. And then hours pass by. You know, she's going on through her day looking to see if he's texts back. No reply. Nothing. It, hours and hours pass by. And it, it's the next day. It's the weekend. And no reply from him yet at all. So she's freaking the fuck out. And her friend's telling her, like, don't reply. Remember the two-day rule? Like, you guys just hooked up. Don't. Just wait till he texts you back. Don't try to seem all needy and stuff, right? So she's freaking out. Uh, this, throughout this whole weekend, and she gets a call late at night on was it Sunday? Saturday night, Luigi? I, think I can't so. remember. That uh, it was, it was a Saturday parole. night, like early morning. I think it was Sunday, Sunday morning. It was yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah, so it was Sunday morning, and a parole officer calls that abomination. His ankle monitor went off, so since she's his lawyer she has to go with him he's like yeah can you come with me because obviously he's abomination i'm his parole officer and i'm just a human can uh you're also his lawyer she hawk so can you come and 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 be she hawk just in case (laughs) shit goes down uh and that
0: retreat is it's so fantastic to see when they get there
2: that episode right so (laughs) they, they get to the retreat and it turns out that abomination hasn't transformed or anything his his ankle monitor just kind of was just being funky so they fixed it and what she is not able to leave for whatever reason her car gets damaged by
1: Man-Bull. Uh, one of the
2: man bull yeah, yeah. gets <laughs> into the prius prime <laughs> so she ends up getting and she has no service and this whole time she's looking at her phone to see if josh has replied to her yet so she's freaking out and you just come to find out that abominations is just holding this retreat for for villains and uh, that are trying not to be villains anymore. And he's actually <laughs> trying to be a good guy, and he's holding this and kind of being their therapist, kind of like an AA meeting type of thing, but for villains, which was uh, hilarious, uh, come to say, with Manbull and the relationship that he has with, uh, uh, what was the other character's name? Um, El Aguila. El, El Aguila, yeah. The, their, their dynamic, I thought, was pretty funny. Pretty and, hilarious, yeah. Yeah, and just talking about the the other characters, and Jen Walters is not trying to be there at all, and the Abomination is obviously starting to see that. Like, hey, what's up? Like, y- you seem out of it. You seem to constantly look at your at your phone. They're having this AA meeting. All the villains are you know spilling out their feelings and seeing how they you know talking about their feelings on kind of how they sh- they need to better themselves, and it goes to She Hulk and she opens up about uh, herself and. Uh, I forgot what she said, but it was pretty deep, man. And uh, it I don't was know, the just... same
1: thing that she told Josh.
2: Yeah. About pre- she wanted yeah.
1: people to see. She wanted people to see Jen Walters, not just She-Hulk. Exactly. And and I, <laughs> I will to... say
0: that one doctor that she goes on a date with and hooks up with and then he sees her as her normal form. I was like, dang, that must fucking
2: hurt. Oh and then yeah, so suck. He just <laughs> left. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, that
0: Fuck man. I don't know how I feel.
1: That'll fuck me up. But then <laughs> I turn but then I turn into the Hulk and remember how dope I am. That, that right
0: accurate. Accurate. That's touche, touche. There's
1: always the right <laughs> side. Yeah. Plus you got laid. Keep pushing. So that that
0: whole circle was like D list villains, right? Like, from what I understand, they're actual D-list villains from the comics, Jermaine?
1: Yeah, those are all characters in Marvel Comics. And um, just in general, for, just know that uh, and Thanos, there is uh, a porcupine. A porcupine, <laughs> <running man. laughs> around a porcupine. In the Marvel <laughs> universe. Just know that. Uh, Squirrel, Squirrel Girl comes to mind when you think about stuff like that. She is an absolute hit now just cause I guess her comics were so, uh, absurdly entertaining. They felt Apparently like very- she's
2: never lost, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. But I don't know who she's got. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, very Archie and Jughead and she wins in like ridiculous fashions from what I remember. I haven't really read too many of the squirrel girls, but yeah. So that first of all, episode seven is the best episode of the series. It, it fully leaned into the fact that it wants to be a sitcom. Yes. They, and so that's one thing I've enjoyed about the series. There's been funny parts. If you're actually paying attention, there's some very witty dialogue all throughout the series. But episode seven, it was nonstop. It was just kept coming at you, kept coming at you from every direction. And it was fantastic. And then to top it all off, you had that big character payoff where she kind of accepts herself and, and, d- and stops going through this whole thing. Right. Cause yeah, we could sit there and say all oh, society's a dick for asking where, where her man is. She's also asking that same question to her friend when she's sitting in the office, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. Um, if we're done with the recap, I have a question for you guys.
2: Oh, sure thing. One more thing.
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Quick thing before, uh, because I do want to ask you guys this as well. The three days earlier scene where it shows Josh not only downloading everything off of her phone, but taking a picture of her asleep, proving that he was there and sending it to Hulk King. Obviously, he's working for Hulk King, but who the fuck do you guys think Hulk King is? Like, have we seen this character already? Or do you think it's going to be a character reveal? And what the fuck, Josh? Why did you have to be the one well, one of two likable male characters on this show. I was like, I need more. Oh, that's not true. We, Everyone we at that coming. retreat was dope. But like yeah. consistent male characters.
2: We, we saw it coming, though. You know? uh, Abomination is
1: dope for the record. Yeah,
0: he's fucking great. Yeah, Abomination that's, is dope.
1: Uh, yeah, that's why I, I said besides the people at the retreat, those were all good. <laughs> Uh, and also you didn't see the josh turn coming jesus i wish i had your naive take (laughs) listen man
0: (laughs) we talked about it i even told you uh jason that i was like i really hope it's not true it makes sense (laughs) but it's i hope it's not i always gotta be an optimist i gotta be an optimist (laughs) even if i know that it's probably gonna happen i'm like well maybe not maybe not we can root we can root
2: for them i'm sure he got a sample of um of Jen Walters' blood somehow while she was asleep, so that because he he texts it right, like he's like yeah got it, and I'm guessing next episode's gonna be pretty juicy, you know?
1: Yeah. So my theory on who the Hulk King is, I believe it's the leader from the Edward Norton Hulk. Um, oh, okay. That is. Oh yeah. That has been my guess this whole time was She Hulk. The leader is a huge villain in the Hulk comics. So I kind of went that direction. Another thing that keeps popping into my head and I don't have any proof on it is I believe it could be AIM and the makers of MODOK. I don't know how realistic it is to introduce MODOK into the uh, MCU, but I will say this. There is heavy rumors of MODOK being involved in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Yeah, that's what I was going to
0: say. Yeah, they've been talking about I think I think that one's not just rumors, right? Like he's for sure going to be in it.
1: I don't know. I I try to stay away from all the rumor stuff because Marvel MCU fans. uh, You want to be surprised, Mephisto? They're so toxic now. (laughs) It's wild, bro. Exactly, bro. Like I people are still saying Mephisto, and it's like, bro, let it go. We lost. We didn't guess it. It's not Mephisto.
2: Well, like, well, J man, J there was a hilarious uh, meme. A, you guys sent. What about that one scene? Yeah, with with Madeline, right, where she's like, "Yeah, I got taken by this demon, and he told me to. He let me back, but I had to keep a secret, and I can't tell you who it is." Right, kind of su- something, something similar to that, right? The Madeline <laughs> Mephisto. Yeah,
1: made me so hard. hey, Mephisto Muf- confirmed
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: next next headline we'll see for sure uh you said you had a question for us
1: yeah so in the comics there's a group called the wrecking crew um speaking of b-list c-list characters um and they're actually very entertaining they lend themselves to a lot of fun spots in the comics so i was pretty excited when i heard the wrecking crew was going to be included in she-hulk I wasn't very, I wasn't shocked considering kind of the, the, you know, how they intersect in comics. I wasn't shocked Titania was going to be in it either, just the intersect. But how weird is it to just give them those Asgardian weapons and just make them throw away characters?
2: (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) That's pretty hilarious. But he came back. One of the guys, I feel like he's also in on the Hulk King thing. And he's the one that got her to go down there. But, you know, I don't know.
2: We'll see. All right.
1: So so that being said, right? So we knew that guy was working for something, for someone, right? And we know that most everything is intersected in this show so far. If you haven't put together that uh, Titania might be working with the leader, despite her making all those cosmetics, she had to make them in some sort of lab, et cetera, et cetera. So – I have, like, a random theory that I just came up with right now based on Asgardian weapons. Could it be that Michael Keaton's Vulture
2: is the Hulk King? Oh. That would be interesting. Well, because he got the alien weapons, right? So do you think he he might have?
1: He used to do the uh, the Asgardian uh, alien-type tech,
0: Here's my question. Do you think Sony would lend him out for that? I feel like yes, but I I'm not sure. Yes. I,
1: look, I would say Sony has struggled to make billion dollar movies without MCU slapped across whatever they're releasing.
2: So, Dude, they're they making better-
0: Morbius too. What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. They won't well, they won't stop trying, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, sorry, go uh, on.
1: Look, I didn't hate the first Morbius. The, no, it was but bad. the be- the best part of that movie was that it wasn't long.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> That that uh dark that nighttime fight scene which they show in the previews was probably the best part to me.
1: Uh I thought so I mean there was cool things. I thought it was it was fine. Um i love the fact that they showed him with the purple coat at the end so i thought that was tight but yeah it was it was all right is it It, me or just
0: it doesn't make sense to have these characters without spider-man i just don't it doesn't work for me and i I watch them but
1: i'm like there's something pretty big missing here it's what it's kind of like what's the point what what was can you tell me what the point of that Morbius movie was
0: um for Jared Leto to be in a vampire movie, that's what I think.
1: Exactly like that that's that's the problem is they're greenlighting these movies without any clear direction of what they want to tell in these movies.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm worried I'm worried about Craven the hunter. I like uh, I like what's his name Aaron Taylor Johnson a lot. I like the character Craven. I think he's a really cool idea. I'm just worried. About how it's going to turn out, especially without Spider Man. So,
1: look, all you need to know is that Sony is making another superhero movie, and therefore, you should know (laughs) it's not going to hit. (laughs) That's probably accurate. Listen, man, you got to be optimistic. You know what I'm saying? No, (laughs) no. See, optimism leads to disappointment. That's that's right. That's pragmatism leads to even keel you can accept the highs and the lows without much drama
0: yeah, that is fair. fair that's fair yeah cause man Morpheus was a disappointment alright <laughs> uh let's see so yeah I think you're onto something though I don't. I don't know if it would be Vulture but we definitely know it's gonna be someone big um I mean, if it's not the leader, that would be that's a really good guess, too, because I was just telling Jason before you came back into the recording that the leader is going to be one of the villains, if not the main villain in Captain America Four. so definitely interested in seeing how he plays into all this, because it makes sense to introduce him. But that would also mean that She-Hulk has to lose to him in some way, shape or form, or he's going to get what he wants.
1: It's a television show. Right, so there is no winning and losing in season one. Yeah, it's, it's gonna end for <laughs> you know, us one you know I mean? more. It, it, it's kind of like, hey, the pause button's hit. We'll see what happens season two. So, I guess maybe she loses the season, but it's one of those battles versus war type things, aren't you? Like a history teacher, don't you know all this stuff? <laughs>
2: yeah, like listen, she, she, listen.
0: she probably took me a winning. little too literally, but sure, sure.
2: <laughs> I think she'll end up winning the battle at the end, but. It's just the battle, not the war. You know. Well, what that's I mean? my so, whole point. Like, I guess I have to be very specific. What
0: I'm saying is, the leader is going to get what he wants in this first season. If he ends up being the bad guy in Captain America Four, Um, that's my guess. Whatever it may be, he's going to get what he wants out of that because it could very well play in to Captain America Four.
1: And here's the thing. We might not even know. So a lot of these Marvel television shows have just kind of ended. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, aside from WandaVision and Loki, there was no climactic payoff. Right? Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended. Miss Marvel ended. She-Hulk is most likely going to just end. (laughs) So that's why I... Like I was like I don't even necessarily know if we're gonna know what I- exactly that guy got.
0: Mm, I see what you're saying. All right, we're gonna move into House of the Dragon. Uh, but, 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 uh, I'm just
1: fuck. I'm just fucking, fucking with <laughs> so, you. <sorry. laughs> uh, House uh, of the Dragon. All right. Sorry.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> fucking shit. All right. And, and uh, it, it's come to my understanding that Jermaine stopped watching it because he got. A little weirded out about uh, uncles and and, uh, nieces uh, hooking up, right? That was uh, episode three? Four? Luigi, do you remember? I Uh, think it was four. Yeah, yeah, I think it was episode four, yeah. And Jermaine, you're not wrong, dude. I, I, I cringe every time I see that. But apparently, that's what Targaryens do, is to keep the bloodline like that. You know, like, that's what royals do, so... We're gonna yeah, see a lot met, more of They it.
1: they mentioned it in the first Game of Thrones. And it, it look, I get it. It happened in the old time. People didn't get kids pretty early on. I get it. That's fine. There's a difference between saying and showing. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I feel that. That, that's where I was just like, why? Why like yeah, what, what yeah. did they gain from that episode?
2: Oh, oh, I mean sure, it sure
0: actually that. play it plays a lot into the rest of the story
2: to be honest. The, the next but, few episodes
1: yeah, yeah. it, it does.
2: <laughs> it's like a yeah.
1: centerpiece I, look, you don't have to show the dude you can imply it you can sh- you can see that they have kids together. It's the same thing with Jamie and fucking his sister. I was just like,
2: Jesus, what is going on <laughs> oh yeah dude that that's right. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, you got to watch Game of Thrones, Jason. At, at least, at least those were both adults. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not like questioning how old that girl is as the actress. I mean, the that, fuck that, is happening right now? Th-
2: that's how I feel with uh, all movies in general and shows and stuff. Like, what you don't need to show the sex and you can just imply that it happened, like in She-Hulk, oh, and we knew that, that it happened. That was the point I wanted to
1: make when we were talking about She-Hulk.
2: Yeah, they okay.
1: were kissed on camera.
2: Yeah, they never did and then we and then she took nope. him into the bedroom and nothing, right?
1: That's it. That's it. And that's and it. You, but that, we and knew you felt like they got that connection. That was it was I was even turned to Eric and I was like, "Yo, that's a fantastic job they just did."
2: That's a that's how you should do it. I don't like the whole sex scenes and nudity and stuff. You don't have to do that. Like you just don't in my opinion. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. I'm
0: sorry. I mean, I'm um... I don't enjoy them being particularly long, but yeah, you know, I, I, I hear you guys. All right. Well, let's move on to the actual episodes that we were talking about <laughs> instead of really focusing on this incest. Uh, episode six.
2: <laughs> episode six. So classic episode... gloss over.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, just a to- it's just a topic I have to avoid often. I'm like, hey, guys, let's talk about, <laughs> stop talking about
2: incest here. That's not right. Classic. that's that's the teacher skills right there where uh, the kids get distracted all right let's go back on task right (laughs) that's cool so we episode six brings in the new characters of Alicent and Rhaenyra uh, because it it goes in Rhaenyra it goes in what years now and so they got older actresses to play Rhaenyra and Alicent and what what do you what do you think about the these actresses man uh, they do a pretty damn
0: good job. I'm, I'm glad that they kept it up because those Bro, two characters are really the centerpiece
2: of the show. I was nervous at first. You're right, I was nervous, but I think they're doing an amazing job. And yeah, I don't, I don't think it skipped a beat at all. Uh, you know, we obviously start off with um, Rainier about uh, giving birth uh, to her third, second child, third child, third child, Chad, third child, Chad. And as soon as she has the baby, um, right as soon as she has the baby struggling, so someone comes in and says, hey, the queen wants to see the baby. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, like now. I was like, I just gave birth to them. It's like, nope, nope. She wants to see the baby now. I was like, so we're going to take the baby. She's like, oh, you're not taking my baby to Allison, you know, because mm-hmm. who knows what she's going to do with them. So she ends up getting, as soon as she gives birth, End up, that scene I felt was very intense. I like the walking and him.
0: bleeding all the way through while having yeah. a conversation with Lanor.
2: Yeah, Ooh, I thought that was a wild scene. That was very intense. Uh, old Old Lainor does an amazing job too, uh, you know, the, the older version of himself. And so they take the baby, and the first thing that uh, the queen does as soon as the baby gets there, notices, looks at the baby's head to make sure what color the, the, the baby's hair is, and it's brown how can that be if it's lenor and rainier's kid right yeah so well, obviously,
0: obviously we know that that's that's not the case
2: you know you know so uh, and then we come to find out we come to find we come to see rainier's other two kids which are, i believe it's like the age of like 10 and 8 i would say yeah i think so it's 10 and 8 10 and 8 and their hair color is also brown so yeah they
0: all look a lot like city watch commander harwin strong it was weird it was really weird yeah yeah striking resemblance weird. and he's like really close to rhaenyra they just have a really good friendship you know
2: yeah and he has a really close bonds to the kids too you know yeah just like yeah.
0: any normal friend of the family how
2: close uh- <laughs> <laughs> are we
1: talking damon close no, uh, not David uh, Close. Uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hilarious. No, no. And uh, also, um, uh, man, what's Sir Sir Christian? Sir Christian Cole is man, now. He's so is,
0: changed now, bro. I, I was I mean, a fan had, of Christian Cole. I don't know if I'm a fan anymore. Yeah, he's
2: now the aide to the queen, uh, Alicent. And had does not like Rhaenyra whatsoever. As, as he should, man. You know, he confessed his love to her. He's like, let's get out of here. And she just turned him down because she's like, nah, power is more important. Again, I had this, I had this I have this question for you. After after episode six, man, would you say you were Team Alicent or Team Rainera? Me? Yeah. See, here's the argument
0: that I had, even in that scene where you talked about Kristen Cole. Rainera was given a very important piece of information from her father and she sounded like she was taking it seriously because that's what she was going to tell him and Mm -hmm. to be honest even more so in this episode like Rhaenyra is the only one that's bringing logical solutions to the table like she even tries to bridge the gap between uh the Hightowers and the Targaryens by marrying her daughter off to their son which would make her and Alicent like family members twice over and Alicent is just like having none of it man and I'm like I, I feel like now you're just bitter and angry about all of this and you you want Rhaenyra to pay for some sort of slight that you you feel that she has done to you and she is trying to present solutions that seem they make they seem to make sense like throughout the episode even when they're talking about the feud between those two families in river by river run mm-hmm. I forgot the blackwoods and another family they're talking about the feud between the two and Alicent is pretty much saying like we don't need to deal with it whereas rainier is like hey uh we should at least go survey the people around the area and i was listening to another pod that mentioned this i was like that makes a lot of sense yeah in that whole conversation it feels like rainier is the one who's just like Trying to one up Allison, but when you really listen to the information, you're like, no, that that does make sense. Like we should at least check into it because we don't know how serious this could could or could not be.
2: Yeah, and I could admit that. Yeah, she's possibly holding a grudge, but dude, let's go back to when you know they were best friends and she ends up marrying the king. Rhaenyra just pretty much shunned Allison. Allison was trying to be her friend the whole time, even through that, and I think she just kind of gave up and he's like, you know what, screw you. Well, like, she I, I tried. I tried, dude. She
0: turned when she realized Rhaenyra was out uh, possibly having fun with her uncle, as Jermaine mentioned. Yeah, but then Allison also should. finds you know, out.
2: disgusting. Like, ew.
0: And then also realizes, like, oh, actually, she straight out slept with uh, Sir Kristen Cole. She's not a virgin. She's just going out and doing whatever the hell she wants. She comes
2: in and Sir Kristen Cole is like, oh my God. And I
0: think a lot of it, honestly, is jealousy because Alison feels trapped. By her friend's father, which is funny, is which is why like Rhaenyra initially had like anger towards her. She's like, seriously, you're going to be married to my father? She obviously had no control over that, so Rhaenyra like probably shouldn't have been that upset. She should have realized that Alicent was being used used as a pawn, and Rhaenyra should have been more thoughtful of the fact that Alicent probably felt trapped, and that's why she holds that grudge. But I don't know if that's a reason for her to hold like a ten year grudge. Like it's not. It's not Rhaenyra's fault that you became queen and have this certain life. Whereas you watch Rhaenyra live a life more of more freedom. So I don't know if I, I don't know if I can use that as like an, a good reason for Alicent to be so upset with Rhaenyra. I think she has very good reason to be upset about Rhaenyra pretty much like almost destroying her chances at the throne and lying straight to her friend's face, like promising on her dead mother, no less. Exactly, none of dude. those things happened. Exactly. So I see why she would be upset there, but I just I feel like now she's become the illogical one, and she's making choices that aren't the best for everyone. They're just the best for her.
2: Yeah, I I, I guess so. I guess so. So we <laughs> we yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't agree. This chick knew exactly what she was doing. She slept with her father full well knowing what oh, she was gay, how what she was gay. <laughs> yeah. Like and then on top of that, she tried being her mother, giving her advice, telling her that the father is not all bad, blah blah blah. You think your friend wants you to be your mom?
0: Uh, that's true, yeah. So I mean- there's a
1: there's a big disconnect from them already. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Rainier is being a little hobag but hey she can't be the queen because of you so just let her sow her seeds and yeah. she's
0: gonna get the throne sooner or later so
1: yeah exactly she's, she's
0: gonna do what she wants now because you and your husband are in control that's true
1: yeah so that's what i understand but also rainier the whole time she seems like a big dummy head to me
2: i'm telling <laughs> you so- he, yeah <laughs> How so annoying bro oh Thanks dude That's all I'm saying That's all I'm saying oh Mind you Jason
0: God. He's only seen up to episode 4 He hasn't seen her character growth Which is pretty
2: huge In Character growth In 6 I, I what, 5, six, 6 and 7 still,
1: I bet you she's still annoying as hell It's
2: getting worse No actually Old Rainier is kind of better Like so bro, i queen house
1: it for the win I'm glad she stole that throne <laughs> Fuck that bitch
2: <laughs> <laughs> You fucking idiot <laughs> So as uh, <Yes. laughs> As we go on uh, throughout episode six, we, you know, we're introduced to Rainier's kids, but we're also introduced to Aegon and um, Aemond. Uh, Aemond, which is uh, Allison's kids. And right off the bat, man, these are little fucking assholes, bro. Well, not so much Aemond, but uh, uh, Aegon, he's just a little, uh, his hormones, you know, he's going through puberty and he's- he gives me
0: some lower, much lower level Joffrey vibes, like much, much lower level.
2: He's I don't still, know like who Joffrey is.
0: Jermaine knows who I'm talking yeah, about. Okay. Listener, Game of Thrones listeners, you
1: know who I'm talking about. Jay, he's not what as are bad you doing talking about this show without having bro. seen Game of Thrones, bro. It's okay, one of the greatest television shows <laughs> ever made, and you have not watched so, this. Listen, J Man, busy we're... watching Hocus Pocus every year <laughs>
2: <know>? <laughs> and watching them Disney Plus Disney Channel reruns. Yes, <laughs> yes. no, no, no. Okay, uh, so I. I, I told after watching yeah, House of Dragon, uh, Jamie and I haven't seen Game of Thrones. At, we're af- we're going to finish watching season one and then we're, we're going to binge watch the shit out of Game of Thrones. So we, that is okay. that's a promise. Right. So can I
0: right. give you a spoiler, Jason, or do you really not? Want no, 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 no. Yeah, no spoilers. Uh, OK, I want to come back to this conversation about Rhaenyra when you're done watching Game of Thrones. Because I bet. just want to know what your difference of opinion may or may not be.
2: Okay, okay. So, uh, we, we you know, we, we come to meet these characters, right? Uh, the, the kids, and right off the bat, dude, Aegon and Eamon are calling the, the um, uh, well, not not to their face, right? But calling them bastards, and they didn't know what bastards meant until they kept saying it. They're pretty much not of uh, Lanar's kids that you know, obviously, Rainier is still being a little trifling, hoe, you know, uh, sleeping around with whoever it is, they don't know who it is. And then Sir Christian, they're training the the kids in, in battle. And Sir Christian Cole starts kind of taunting Har- uh, Sir Harwin Strong, like, uh, oh, you know, like, they're fighting and they're about to lose." And then Harwin's like stops him, like, "Hey, man, Aegon, leave them alone, leave the kids alone." And then Sir Christian Cole's like, "Hmm," he's like, "You're a little too close to them," and he kind of makes like a little comment, like, "How close are you guys?" Like, kind of hinting, like, "I know you're the fucking dad pussy," you know. Harwin gets pissed and fucking socks him in the face and like they get in a fight and uh, this whole ruckus happens and pretty much having Harwin Strong have to having to go back to his homeland, right? Because of that. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm
0: gonna add a little more in there. Yeah, go ahead, Ed. Now Kristen Cole definitely baited him though, man. Like he put oldest son against oldest son. Aegon looks like he's maybe 15 years old, possibly 16. And what what is the, the oldest son of Rainera? He's like 10. And
2: yeah, then he, he, tells he him,
0: he's falling on the floor and he's already on the floor. And Kristen Cole, like l- you can tell he wants to punish the, that kid for being the child of Rhaenyra. And he tells him to just keep going even though he's down. like pretty much like, go until the kid passes out on you, like you beat him to a pulp. And that's why Harwin jumps in because, of course, like he's the father, right? Like he's gonna jump in. But I think any, well, I don't know, maybe not back then, but any normal human being would be like, this is an unfair match. Stop it now. <laughs> but uh, I guess back in the day it was a little bit different. You let it's, that 10 year old it's like an beat. MMA fight.
1: That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, go know go, go, to go until the ref calls the fight, bro. You, yeah, you and, may and, know he's unconscious, but you gotta hit him a few more times yeah. to make sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Har, 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 Harwin Strong was trying to end a little too soon.
1: Hey, I mean, for the record, Harwin Strong could get it. Good choice, right, here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, she so, agreed. I mean, she had what three children with him? It looks like, it looks uh, like. that ended up being her boo. Now, Lanor obviously doesn't care because he's a closeted gay man in a world that's not going to accept him, right? So he's like, "She's like, you go have your fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my own side life." And they've got their agreement, right? But there are points, especially when the, she brings up that they're calling the children bastards. Like, that's part of their agreement that they need to take care of those kids, even if it's not his, because he's got to keep up the appearances. And he's pretty much saying, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go." I'm going to go go fight a battle over here in the, what is it? The, the, God, the Stepstones. Step so stones. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see what's going on over here. looks like there are some battles to be fought. I'm going to go hang out with the knights. You
2: know what go I'm hang, saying? Go hang, go hang out with the knights huh? In the ocean. <laughs> you know, in the sea. And <laughs> you know. out. <laughs> a little yes. out.
0: And so they have like a pretty cool line that he says, because she was like, uh, a sailor does not uh, does not avoid the storm or something like that, and then he pretty much or something to the extent he pretty much says no. They see it coming and so they avoid it altogether so they can get away from the storm. And she she pretty much takes that as like no, you're not going anywhere. I command you as queen. You're gonna or heir to the throne, not queen yet you have to stay here. Like, I need you helping me now. And so he's like, all right, I'll stay.
1: <laughs> so then, uh, to the dad, uh, Sir man. Harwin, Oh, oh he's So still there. He's, leprosy,
2: he's,
0: leprosy spreading, but still there.
2: Yeah. He's pretty much a decaying. He lost an arm. Um, he looks old as shit. Well, like, he just looks like he's decaying.
1: Oh, that thing with his fingers. He's still messed yeah. up.
2: Yeah. Now, and now his arm's gone. So is, he's it like got, the,
1: he's, is it like the stone thing, or is it different?
0: No, he's got leprosy. It looks like it looks like he's got leprosy. You know so what stone like thing some, I'm talking about from
1: the first first show, correct?
0: Uh, yes. What is it called? It's something. Does it Jormance have to? Uh, or s- scale? Uh, oh, scale skin.
1: I think right.
0: Not well, scale. Something see. with scale. God, listeners,
1: I'll, if we I'll don't figure, figure it out, it keep else. going. I'll, I'll figure it <laughs> out. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So, Let's go, ahead, go into
2: uh, Damon and where he's at. Uh, oh, so no, after the right. wedding, after episode five, he we come to see that he's actually married to Lenor's sister, uh, the, the, the person that was originally supposed to marry Valerius, the king. Uh, so he ends up having a family with her and has ends up having two daughters and with one on the way. Um, yeah. And uh, I think it's called grayscale. You know, I don't know anything about it, about the leprosy for <laughs> Valerius. Pretty sure it's called grayscale, though.
0: Yeah. So in Game yeah. of Thrones, it was grayscale. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But no, this is not grayscale. Uh, you would see the effects of it like the crab, uh, the crab guy. No, right. this looks like it's like a disease. It looks like lesions in the skin, uh, deterioration. I'm surprised it hasn't spread to anyone around him, especially Alicent. I hear leprosy is pretty. Uh, it's pretty easy to get if you're around a lot of around someone often enough who has leprosy and uh yeah it looks like it looks like he's got it and the actor did confirm that he has leprosy so nice. it's not grayscale but there is great we there are still characters that have had great scale in the show
1: so he has leprosy in real life
0: no just, it's no. just the character <laughs> He said
1: the the actor yeah. confirmed i was like damn that's a tough break dog he hey, went, anything for he the role, right? He went, dead he went Leonardo DiCaprio method on us, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn um, right he did. So yeah, so back to Damon. Uh, he ends up marrying uh, Laenor's sister. Was originally supposed to be married to... Was, was going to marry Valerius, but Valerius chose Allison. So he ends up having two daughters with her. And with one on the way. And they're living in... Uh, they're living somewhere, right? They're not living where Valeris lives. The Valeris no. House I
0: think they live. Oh God,
2: I think they're living in Pentos, which is like
0: across the ocean of, of um, uh, the Valeris house. Uh, of the Valerian house. Yeah, I think it's close yeah. to the Valerian house, but it's in what is Essos instead of Westeros, like Western. Okay, for a better, it's pretty much England, right? It's like. The, the island of the United Kingdom in comparison, right? And Essos would be the rest of Europe. Uh, more so, it feels more so like they compare. It, it would be comparable to like the Mediterranean side of Europe, but I don't know exactly what they're going for. I don't know the, the lore super well. But it looks like they're living in Pentos, which was one of the cities in Essos.
2: Sweet. Yeah, so she's pregnant. She's about to have a baby, but is there anything prior to this, before this happening, that we should get into? Um, well, Harwin Strong
0: does get sent back to Hall and his brother Larys. Did you want to talk about that? Or does that, is that a... Well, I kind of want next? to talk...
2: Yeah, we should probably talk about that first, and then we'll talk about um, Damon's wife. Because it's going to lead into episode seven. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, okay, so Harwin
0: Strong gets sent back to Hall with his father, Lionel who goes back with him. He is the Hand of the King. He's been one of the only people that's like genuinely trying to give good information to the King. And so he's like, I need to at least take my son back here. And I also want to quit my job, even though you won't let me. So he goes, and Alicent is having a conversation with Larys, which is Lionel's other son. And Larys ends up doing something that uh, you would be surprised he he assumes that Allison, because Allison keeps saying she wishes her father, Otto, was back as Hand of the King. And so Laris later talks to her again. I guess they're having dinner together. And he's pretty much like, so I sent some people to Heron Hall. So and, I did a thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, so a, a terrible accident happened to my brother and my father. They died in a fire. And she's like, um, sorry. She, he's like, yeah, didn't, isn't that what you wanted? You said you wanted your father back his hand of the king. And she's like, not like that. Not like that, man. And she looks horrified, but she's stuck now because she's implicated. And he knows it. And so Larry's like, yo,
2: like, you'll, you'll come to thank me later one day. Yeah. So now he's dude, got his, own his father, a little bit. Yeah, his own father and brother, man. That shit's fucking, these people are fucked, dude. Dude, all
0: throughout Game of Thrones, man. All throughout Game of Thrones, that's that's the the key
2: to this world. You can expect everyone to be shitty. Jesus Christ. Um so yeah, so that ends up happening and then we go on to the scene with Damon's wife where she's trying to give birth. Uh there the people go up to Damon and is like, "Hey, the nurse is like she's not going to make it. She's really struggling." And There was this whole thing that uh, prior to that, that Damon's wife wanted to go back to her homeland uh, where she'd be comfortable. And she's pretty much what depressed in this relationship. You would say who um, Damon's wife. Yeah. I
0: would say that she just, she, she wants more. She's like you, she's pretty much telling him like, you should be King, right? Like it sounded like she, she also thinks he should be King. Everyone should be King or Queen. Uh, And she feels like they need more and she wants to go back to Westeros and play a bigger role in the kingdom. And Damon doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, I want to go live my own life. I want to do my own thing. I want to be rid of all this nonsense, right? But in the end, they end up having to go back to Driftmark, right? Right.
2: And she is in the process of having the baby that's on the way. And the baby's not going to make it. She's struggling. And I, I guess she gets upset because she's going to lose the baby and everything that's just happening with her. So other than just killing the baby or her losing her life, she ends up going outside to her dragon and pretty much kills herself. You know, she says Dracarys and has uh, her her dragon take her out. And what, what's the name of the dragon? It's the, the largest dragon in all of... Uh... Vegar. Vagar, yeah, thing's huge. So that's how we end up in episode six, right? Am I missing anything else?
0: No, no, that's how where it ends because episode seven immediately immediately starts with her funeral, which is the opposite of a Targaryen wedding, right? They throw her into the ocean. Well, they throw her tomb into the
2: ocean. Uh, Targaryen funeral. Yeah. So yeah. for for
0: the Valyrians, uh, Valyrian funeral is very much the opposite. They're all sailors, right? So they. Her body gets put in a tomb. She goes into the ocean. And everyone there is just kind of like, these things have not gone well. But you know who's not sad, Jason? You know who's not sad? Uh, Aegon. <laughs> oh, well, him too, probably. Yeah, he but... was just drunk
2: the whole time. No, someone else
0: we both know was pretty excited. And she makes her intentions pretty clear by the
2: end of the episode. Oh, Rhaenyra. Yes, sir. Jermaine's so needs-
0: favorite power couple
2: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Rainier was not upset at all and you know what to be honest damon didn't really look like he was too upset i mean he kind of was like prior to you know him killing his other wife um this one yeah definitely kind of hit him a little bit more you could tell yeah i mean he even
0: said it like she asked uh were you were you happy and he was like happy enough like he he wasn't unhappy in his life with her but he never loved her. It sounds like they both understood where they were, and they were okay with it. Because she, she seems like she also knew, like, hey, I'm not. I know you don't love me, but I think we can have a good life together. And sure enough, they did until.
2: Uh, Damon and Rhaenyra um, are having a conversation about yeah. this. They're like, were you happy with about her his his wife who just, that passed, just away? passed away? Uh, meanwhile, lenore is upset because that's his, his little sister. Um, you know so he, he's spending the time on the bottle in the ocean just not he's not holding up well at all like he is just is getting fed up with all this like the, the throne and all this like he's just in shambles complete shambles Um, meanwhile Rainier is trying to you know sexual tension with Damon and all that shit at, at the funeral fucking disgusting yeah. you know yeah
0: it's pretty so, bad it's
2: pretty bad it's, it's pretty bad <laughs> uh, what, what else do we notice before we get into oh and uh throughout the episode six and seven Amon doesn't have a dragon and aegon does and they pretty much tease Amon for not being able to have a dragon yet and they tease him by giving him a pig I was like hey we found you a dragon and it's a pig so they're just teasing him like uh, even even uh, Rainier's, uh, uh 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 kids are also teasing him because he doesn't have a dragon yet. Yeah. So after Damon's wife's passing, the dragon doesn't have a uh a companion, right? Or or what's it called? Uh, a a print, right? You you imprint yourself on a on the dragon. I guess so. I, I'm not sure yeah. how their partnerships
0: work, but it seems like it seems like they somehow create a bond,
2: for sure. Yeah, yeah, because dragons can have multiple From my understanding, they can have they're going to have multiple riders throughout their life because they live longer than humans, obviously. Yeah. So you just have to as soon as that person you have to claim it, right? So Amon, he's tired of getting teased. Um, the funeral's over. He starts. He he goes on on the hunt to look for uh, Damon's wife's dragon. I, I can't. I forget her name. Ends Same. up finding the ends up finding the dragon. And claims it uh, sure. while, every, while everyone's still it's it, the funeral not just happened. Everyone's mourning. No one's worried about claiming this dragon yet. They're going to get to that later. Ends up claiming it ends up having an epic ride with with the dragon. And, and it's now his because he claimed that he claimed the dragon. Yeah, he bonded with it. That's he it. bonded with it. And that's it. So that's his dragon. Now, the little the, the daughters of the deceased wife end up finding the end up finding out and they're pissed. Like, yo, why why why'd you do this? Kind of kind of thing. Like, right. That was mom, my dragon. My, <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> mother, my mother just died. Like, that was our dragon. He's like, well, you should have claimed it. It's like it is mine now. I bonded with it and blah, blah blah So they get pissed and they go at him and like punch him. And like he just knocks him down. It's like it's like Dude, he, you know. He decks her. You don't know. Oh, it the, does the, punch her in the face. Yeah, he fucking beats <laughs> the shit her. out of them. So uh the, this little scuffle is happening, and Rainier's kids, um forget their names too they come in and they try to stop it's like hey man what are you doing and you know he explains what happens like this dragon and like he is like yo don't come fucking near me either and then he fucking starts fighting them and he gets a rock and starts beating the shit out of rainier's sons and he's like i'll kill you guys Like, i'll kill you right now like leave me the heck alone kind of thing and the oldest son was it the oldest son or the youngest? Yeah, he
0: pulls out a little dagger.
2: He pulls out a little dagger and you know starts defending himself because he's getting beat the shit with a stone. Like his, I'm pretty sure his nose is broken. Oh, yeah, he
0: broke the little one's nose and he was beating
2: uh, the other one to a
0: pulp. The other one got got a, a good hit on him, so he turned around and that's when he grabbed a rock. Yeah, he had been hitting them several times. He has the rock. He's like, I'm a, I'm gonna jack you up. I think he hits him. I don't. I can't imagine that he hit him more than once with it before yeah. the kid
2: got uh, he got his dagger out. Got his dagger out, and then obviously he's getting, he starts coming at him, so he like, kind of slices pretty much Amon's eye, dude, like complete, slices completely off. Well, like a scar face, almost essentially. And uh, that's when uh, the knights come in, and they break up the fight, and you know, obviously Amon's in, in pain because he pretty much gets his eye cut out, and you know They take him to the, the chambers and Allison comes in like, well, you know, they're trying to figure out what happened. The king comes in, Rhaenyra comes in and, you know, everyone comes in like, yo, well, what's going on? Allison's losing her mind. It's like, look what your fucking daughter's, uh, what Rhaenyra's uh, piece of shit sons did to my to my son. And then Rhaenyra's trying to defend her sons. Like, was like, well, he fuck, because the kids all get together. It's like, no, Eamon came at us first and they started like just having a huge argument and and Allison is pissed. Like, as like, no, we we, we need. Um. Uh, he's like, no, was like, I, we we got to have justice. We, you know, an eye for an eye. And he's like, he took my <laughs> so he took I my like son's it. eye, so now we're gonna take his eye. And they're like, well, what started this whole fight? And Amon doesn't want to say anything. Um. And Valerius the king is pissed. Is like, you'll you'll look at me and you'll tell me, you know, where, like, what started the fight. And then he says, like, well, uh, I think the daughters end up saying it's like, yeah, or someone says it like, yeah, like, well, she called Rainier's kids bastards. So like, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, not to mention like, he took the fucking dragon. I was like, yeah, he <laughs> took the dragons and, well, they called us bastards and that's what started the fight. And Valerius is like in shock. Is like, what? Bastards? What the? Like, who told you this? Who told you these rumors? Like, this is this is not true. And like, Amon, tell me. He's like, and then he's like, well, my brother told me about that. And then Valeris goes to the king. And he's like, "Well, who, who told you about this?" And then Ceres
0: goes to Aegon, and he's yeah.
2: Like, he's like, "Well, look at them.
0: They l- just look at them. You can so tell everyone knows." He has, and like, he's like, "We're knows. not going to hear about this anymore." He gets all pissed, and, and then he's, he's like, like well, what, what,
2: "Well, yeah." He shuts it down. He's like, "But who told you this?" And he doesn't say anything, but he looks at his mom, Allison, mm-hmm. and he gets. Sh- He gets pissed. The king gets pissed. He's like, we'll speak no more of this. Like you said, this is done. And Allison's still heated, bro. Still fucking heated. Like, he's like, no, no. Like your son, like, look what they did to my son. He's not, he he lost his eye. He's not gonna be able to see again. So she gets pissed and he's like, no, we're fucking done here. The king ends it. So, but she gets pissed and she pulls out her dagger and starts going after the son. It's his
0: dagger. She pulls it out of his fucking. uh, Oh, the
2: king's dagger, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, She pulls it out of his,
2: um, I guess, side. And yeah. she goes for the kid. She and she goes, goes for the, the kid, kid and Rainier <laughs> stops it and ends up cutting Rainier's arm. And it's just yeah. back and forth of like, oh shoot, everyone knows that Rainier's kids aren't Leonor's kids. Like this whole thing, like every it's just put out there and it just shows how weak the king is, you know, because he kid doesn't have control of his family, you know, and it just it just showed a very weak to me pe- uh, pe- to me, personally, just showed him how weak he really is. Like how he's a king, but like he's not. I mean, look he doesn't at his have control he of looks his family. Like he's falling. Yeah. Fucking part.
0: I think at this point, he's like, I don't have a whole lot of time left. I just want to enjoy it. Why are you guys fucking this shit up? Let me have a good time. I'm about to die. Look at me. Look at me. Why are
2: you ruining my good time? Yeah. So you think you think that'd be it, right? You know, I was yeah, like, you well, think this, this 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 is this episode was intense. Yeah, um, in
0: this meantime, by the way, uh, Raeer did happened. end up sleeping with Damon after the funeral on the beach, and then she stays back on Driftwood when the king and Allison and all of them leave, and she pretty much tells Damon, like, hey, I want you by my side. I need you there. We would be so much stronger together, and our claim to the throne would be stronger together, and she pretty much is like, I still love you. Like, you can tell she's like, I love you. Jermaine is probably thinking, damn. That's the right. That's fringe. the right move. That's <laughs> the right move.
1: That's <laughs> what I'm into. Can't wait.
2: Hey. <laughs> Can't wait. And What's so, up, bro? what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Um, help,
1: help me. I'm stuck.
0: Yeah, kind of thing. And yeah. so he's like, "I can never be with you because the king would have to be a dead." And she's like, "I know."
2: No, not the king would be dead. Well, the king would have to
0: be dead, right? Yeah, your or your husband would have to be dead. She's like, she's I like, know. I know. So the next
2: thing we see is Damon uh, plotting with a soldier to get rid of Lenore?
0: That's right. And so that soldier goes in and they distract all the guards. Uh, Damon kills a bunch of them. And then this, this knight that was actually Lenor's lover goes in. And he's like, you always look down on me. And they have this crazy fight. One of the kids runs to go get help. And when he comes back, there's a body burning in the... Uh, in the fire and you see Lenor's family go up close to him. And they're like, Oh my God, my son. Right. They have a funeral for him as well. And this whole time, Jason, what were you thinking this
2: whole time? I was like, fuck Rainier. See, see, that's why I hate that bitch. Like, she just had a conversation prior to this happening, and Lenore is like, she's like, I know I haven't been a good husband, and blah blah blah. I was like, I'll promise you I'll be a better man. She's like, that's what I love about you. You're an honorable man. And then comes around to fucking do this just so she can take the throne to be with Damon, and just be closer to the to the throne. I was pissed, dude. I was heated. I was like, fuck Rainier. That's why I never liked her since the beginning, dude. <laughs> but then what happened? Then happens. Uh, you. you it, it cuts to a scene at the beach uh, of the. Of, uh, of that Lainor's, same night la- la- of the same <laughs> night, uh rowing a boat, and he's like, hurry up, come over here. And then you see lane or with his hair cut off, bald, uh, jump in and goes to a ship so he can go be with his lover and just not be a part of the throne anymore because he's sick and tired of, of the whole politics out of it, and he just wants to go live his life and be gay and be happy. You know what I'm saying? Be gay and gay, you know
0: oh i see what you did there play on yeah, words yeah yeah, yeah yeah so do you did you still hate Rainier the same amount after you said uh, that? Uh,
2: not as much i was like oh, not as much okay oh, oh. all right she she, she did wanted a good to have thing. his life yeah yeah she did a good thing <laughs> <laughs> and then right after oh. that right after that we get a damon and Rainier wedding yes and that's how we end episode seven fuck
1: yeah Time to dial dial back
2: in. (laughs) Just when I thought
1: I was out. They bring me back
0: in. They brought it back. So it uh, was an intense ending. I mean, this show feels like Game of Thrones on Fast Forward. So it's really crazy to see all these events happen so much more quickly. But it's a lot of fun to watch, guys. I if you haven't caught up now, you're probably not listening to this. But guys, get back on these episodes. Check it out. It's It's been great to watch. I really think too, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I think from the preview of the next episode, I feel like Aemond is going to be like, from here on out, he's going to be a son of a bitch and just like Aegon's right-hand man when he's trying to take over the throne. Right. So I it's going to so be too. interesting to watch that because Rhaenyra's kids are really going to have to band together, and I think they're going to have a pretty good alliance with the Valerians to fight against it cuz they're going to need all the help they can get. Cuz most of the king most of Westeros is probably going to want Aegon to be king cuz they don't want a female a female uh to take the throne.
2: I agree. And yeah, we're 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 I think we're we're in for uh, for quite a treat. I'll say that. All right, let's uh, finish
0: it off with our last show, Jason, Jermaine, you can add more information on this one cuz I know that uh you you did watch this one uh and what do you guys you guys are the resident star wars fans here so how about this i'm gonna give i'm gonna give my humble opinion i'm not the i'm not the big star wars guy but i'm gonna give my humble, humble opinion on andor and then i'm gonna hand over the reins to the two of you because i know that uh you guys go deep cuts on it so what i will say is obviously we know andor is he's the character from rogue one he is one of the rebels and this shows the beginning of the revolution against the empire, right? How yes. the rebels start. And it has a totally different tone from the rest of star Wars. And Jason, remember we were talking about this exactly. If star Wars just took itself a little bit more seriously and not all the time, It's not going to be in every show, but if they just took themselves a little bit more seriously and showed the darker, grittier sides of what star Wars is, truly could be and probably had uh situations of this is that show this is exactly what that is and i i wanted to highlight that disney really i mean for disney it was a lot to me because i was like wow i would expect this on any other any other brand but disney actually allowed a allowed a lot more gritty things into this show which shocked me because first off we saw an assassination like gun to the head assassination you don't see yeah. the blood but for disney come crazy. on yeah drinking uh, which like on a regular basis which haven't really seen in, since the older disney cartoons and shows where drinking wasn't seen as like a non kid friendly thing to be around i mean obviously there's there's reasons for that but you get my point uh an implied brothel right when he's going to seek out information he's at a brothel there she's asking Clearly. like what what kind of woman he's looking for you know what they're trying to say there, and even just like little things like sensual kissing, which uh, the female the female lead I don't remember her name she's sensually kissing her boyfriend. You don't see that in in Disney shows, so I was like, yeah, Man, which they really go for leads
2: it. to uh, sexy, but it there's no sexy, but it's implied yeah. that they they did it, you know?
0: Yeah, so it's to me like it may, depending on how the show goes, it may become one of my favorite things of Star Wars because Rogue One. Pretty much, I I would say it's either... uh, No, I think I like Rogue One more than I like any of the other movies. And then it would be Episode
2: 3, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, I would say top three for me. Uh, Yeah, so if you guys haven't seen it, we're actually already on Episode 4. The first three episodes were released two weeks ago on Wednesday. And uh, Episode 4 last Wednesday... Um, but I think the reason why they did release the first three uh, on that Wednesday was because I feel like the first two was just a lot of story building to build yeah. up to where we're at. Where where's Andor? You know, a little bit of backstory to his childhood and where you know where he's originally from. Um, and he is pretty much just looking for his sister. The first, from what we're implied, he's not even part of the rebellion yet. He doesn't have, He wants nothing to do with it he just wants to find his sister because he was taken away from his planet. Um, Yeah. But
0: he ends up getting in a bad situation with those two officers who are pretty much trying to shake him down and they try to kill him. And sure enough, he he ends up killing them both the show. I I know, (laughs) I know Jermaine's not a fan because they gave me a lot of shit for it, but it's, it very, it feels very sci-fi noir with its tone. Obviously it's not the same grit, But very much reminds me of like in the same in the same realm as like Blade Runner or even the video game Cyberpunk 2077. Very sci fi, but also very dark, almost like it has a lot of a police show feel because obviously the the Empire is investigating them. Uh, So I, I just thought all of those all of the beats in the show have been playing really well for me. What do you think, Jermaine?
1: Yeah, so I'm two episodes in. I think it's tight. Um, It's infinitely more interesting than Blade Runner 2049. Uh, (sighs) It's not three hours of slow played, and then you're like, what the hell just happened? Did it even pay off? (laughs) Listen, Uh, as, as you
0: guys say, Tom would say, you're just not a fan of cinema
1: oh yeah that, that's what that's that's what it is it looks pretty at least oh thank god uh, it's a great story sir move on talk about andor uh mavericks better than uh blade runner 2049 oh, don't, at don't at me don't at <laughs> me don't at me uh no so andor is awesome from from what i could tell so far <clears throat> i love the fact that Andor's uh, or Cassian's upbringing stems from that more rural type feel that you kind of get when the Ewoks are fighting the machine. So it has that nature versus, um, you know, man-made construct naturally built into the story. I think it's, uh, I love, first of all, she's wildly attractive so that's why i love her but she seems like she's gonna play a really dope character in it me hinted uh, yeah yeah for sure <laughs> i i love the you know just the sowing of the seeds of you know the rebellion and uh how that's gonna come to fruition and, and how we're gonna start meeting some of those people hopefully we get another Saul guerrera <laughs> another Saul oh. Guerrero tease that'd be super tight um I love, I love the fact that they showed that Starkiller armor. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen anything about this, but uh, so Starkiller is the secret uh, apprentice of
2: Darth oh, Vader. Darth Vader. That's sick.
1: And uh, he actually has two iconic Star Wars games, Force Unleashed and... I think it might just be Force Unleashed 2, uh, where you actually play that character. He does a lot of uh, non-canon things, but he is confirmed canon, according to Disney, who struck struck a lot of it from the record. But some of the non-canon things he did was, like, uh, defeat Luke Skywalker and turn him to the dark side. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So the storyline the Force Unleashed stories. Um, so seeing that piece of armor was really dope. I'm two episodes in and I feel like I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. And that's kind of my biggest complaint. Uh, of course it's a slow burn. So I'll, I'll give it its due diligence. I haven't seen anything, but I'm kind of like, what's the point? Like, what are we trying to accomplish here? And for what purposes, but from what a lot of the things you guys said, as far as it being a much more mature show, how it's going to get into the spy craft, you know, a spycraft type Star Wars story sounds fantastic to me. It's different. Um, one thing kind of cool is when he interacted with that big giant alien. Um, that's what always bothers me about Star Wars. It seems oh, yeah. like every every character has to be humanoid. For some for some reason. Right, like, dude, yeah. dude, just give me hella tentacles and some dude leaving a slime trail as the main character. It's Star <laughs> Wars. It could be anything. And for some reason, we always get like uh and you know, it's even worse now. Uh, cause we have to do the uh, representation for everyone. So now it's even more humans, but I just I I wanna see more alien stuff, I wanna see more sci-fi stuff, and that that's really what I want to see. Um but I'm two episodes in, and so you guys are much farther than me. So I'll have to bite my tongue on some of my uh, s- typical Star Wars complaints.
2: Yeah, no, that's definitely my takeaway. I feel like there should be more alien representation because that's what we loved about the first Star Wars. There was like a bunch of aliens everywhere, and I, I just, I just kind of wish there was more main characters like that that we looked into. Uh, like in Rogue, uh, was it Rogue One? No, it was in um, the Solo story, the, the, the pilot uh with the four hands uh that ends up uh dying uh, yeah that would i love that character uh you know he's one of he's probably one of my favorite like he was just very entertaining to see and it, it'd be cool to get just more main characters that are aliens um uh, doesn't matter who plays them it could be a female or or you know just it don't,
1: it don't matter just give me yeah. something different I, if i want to see regular people talking and shooting guns i'll go watch westerns or yeah uh, extraction seven whenever chris hemsworth makes that movie <laughs> yeah so yeah
2: i i definitely agree with you on that j man um i i think you'll definitely like episode three episode three kind of just ties in the first two episodes to get it to really get it going and like you said you kind of start seeing the build of the rebellion like uh, other yeah that's other really rebels the,
0: that's what it seems like the main point of the show is like and
2: also like how... getting
0: people to believe in the re- revolution that they're trying to create and like showing how the rebellion started, I guess.
2: Right. Yeah. And I think this is going to show like the, you know, sometimes you got to do some things that aren't moral. Like e- even rebels have to, you know, shed some blood that is probably not right. But you got to do what you got to do to beat these people. Uh, and it's for the, for the greater good.
1: I, I do, yeah. Uh, that that's a good point. You do have to get your hands dirty if you want to accomplish it. So, one thing that's I do so ra- <clears throat> exactly. I mean, he maybe not him exactly, but I that exact sentiment. Um, I do think it's fascinating that the empire is <laughs> was very much like, hey, give these guys a hero's welcome and keep it pushing, right? And then you have this one overzealous. No, we're the Empire, right? Drank the Kool-Aid, and he's going to be the one, obviously, I, maybe I'm foreshadowing my own self, but he's going to be the one who takes an action that unequivocally has a much bigger repercussion. He's going to step too far. He's going to cross that line, and that's when dissent starts to, to run rampant into citizens, and, and it's kind of it's almost like the Empire sows the seeds of their own destruction and that's kind of what i'm looking forward to in this show. Oh. You
0: definitely see some of uh, some ineptitude and there's a lot of politics at play within uh, the investigations that are run by the empire in one of the episodes i'm not going to say too much there but you can see that they're not they are actually very much uh andor Cassian Andor says it himself like they wouldn't believe that this is happening. So everyone seems to turn a blind eye because they're like, we just want to look good. Are you kidding me? We're going to worry about this? No, we're not going to worry that much about it. And that's that was that's what I found interesting. I was like, yeah, there there it is. That's where you're going to end up getting the seeds for a rebellion
2: to flourish. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's been great so far. I'll it's very ahead,
1: realistic in that way because um, that is the human component of it, right? No one ever wants to admit they're wrong. No one ever wants to admit um, – you know, any sort of fault or anything like that. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think that's kind of the, the very interesting point of that. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the, uh, fallout from this, the, you know, the investigation onto who killed these dudes who clearly sucked, (laughs) but (laughs) they were their dudes, you know what I mean? So you got, they had to defend their honor or whatever, uh, should be interesting. Um, where does this? Sorry, excuse me. Where does this character rank as far as unlikable officers <laughs> in the Empire? Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'm two episodes in, and every time his face comes on screen, I. am
2: pissed. <laughs> dude, I want to punch like, it. I want to punch I it too, bro. Hate this dude, bro. <laughs> like, dude I, I I don't like him either, and you're not wrong, dude. You, you'll you'll end up disliking him even more in the third episode.
0: You're going to love a speech he gives, though. It's going to be so good. It's going to be real good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let me know what you
1: think of that speech that he gives right when you watch it, Jermaine. Who has a more punchable face? Milo from Morbius, who also plays Damien in the new Game of Thrones Damon. show? <laughs> or or this dude on Andor?
2: Ooh. Oh. I'm going to give it to the dude from Andor.
1: I'm going to give it to
0: Damon like that's a real punchable face man. You just you see him and you're like God you look like such
1: an asshole. When he first (laughs) when he thrown the screen I was like oh this fucking Morbius guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) the best friend who suddenly Uh, (laughs) kills their adoptive father so quick yeah that fucking guy.
1: Yeah that fucking dirtbag bro I was like (laughs) I hate this dude and now he's running around fucking little girls extra bad bro
0: yeah not great he's not great
1: fall from gate grace for a doctor who you know
0: oh he was a doctor who wow. well
1: of course he was bro he's a white british dude
0: i don't watch doctor <laughs> Who. <so much. laughs> no, i would just
1: say like just pick a white british dude and they're probably doctor who like benedict oh, cumberbatch right. i'm pretty sure oh no wait he was sherlock yeah yes, maybe he i misspoke was. That's on right. that maybe i misspoke on that but yeah good amount yeah Uh, just pick a white british dude and he's probably dr who all
2: right boys anything
1: else to add for andor
2: no man uh, i think we're kind of spot on on this one um there's obviously more to episode four i thought it was great too but again you you know you start seeing them going on a um what's it called a mission Mm uh to and where they're kind of just prepping for it and we see cassian taking on his first assignment and uh doesn't want to be a part of it. He still doesn't want to be a part of the. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just like I got to do a job so I can get go get finding my sister. So he's still kind of still not part of the rebellion. Doesn't know what's going on. He just wants to do this job so he can get out go find his sister. And that's where we end up. And uh we'll see on uh, this coming Wednesday. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: It, it seems it seems interesting. I'm going to try to catch up this Wednesday as well or tomorrow. But um, well, I just I, I'm sorry. I just crack up because the non-linear storytelling is such, such a trope in Hollywood now and I'm like didn't Boba Fett just tell the exact same story just like this and now we have Cassian Andor flashing back to the little yeah just yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it the same actor? Uh, no I'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, I'm just like okay Star Wars we're going back to the well uh, you know it'll end up being important but um i hope his sister ends up being like an empire officer that'd be hysterical yeah
2: i'm really interested to see where where she's at oh yeah he just left
0: her
1: behind not on purpose but you know I'll oh be he left over. her behind all right i'll have to catch up sorry Man, what a dirt what a dirtbag! no i told you he's a ruin. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it uh, i'm gonna watch it uh this isn't one of those shows that I'd i'd get upset at um now, if you ruin Black Panther, I'm flying to San Antonio to whoop some ass, bro. Stone
0: Cold. <laughs> bro, I already did. If you when you see Danny DeVito as Black Panther and you're like, oh my God, he was telling the truth. Don't don't get mad at me. I told you the truth. No, nah, I'll, I'll be back. I'm truth.
1: gonna I'm gonna take the other spring from your trampoline. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you know how long it took us days to find that last spring, dude. Dude, I'd be so pissed if I actually lost that. Dude, it was just hidden in the grass under some like uh, branches that I had trimmed, and like I was looking everywhere that day, couldn't find it. Looked the next day, couldn't find it, and finally, I think it was yesterday or the day or on Monday. Oh, yesterday was Monday. Yesterday, I fucking found it. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude! It was in a perfect spot where it's hard to see, but if you found it, if you looked in the right place, you you could see it. But anyway, moving on, guys. We're that's going to be it for our regular episode. Uh, Please join us for our cheers for fears edition, where we will be talking about greatest villains. Uh, Jason, do you want to do some shout outs before we let them go so that they can hopefully listen to our cheers for fears episode?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, As always shout out my girl, uh, Doja cat. She totally roasted one of the Island boys uh, this past week. So that was awesome. Uh, Shout out uh, Jamie and everything that you do. Uh, huge shout out to J Man, uh, co host of Room 303 Pod. Please check out their podcast if you're really into sports betting and just sports. They do a fun pop culture pick them. Their la- last, ep- their most recent episode, which came out today, was the musicals. And as I was telling Jermaine earlier today, uh, his first pick would have been my pick, um, which was a musical that we both did together where we were in high school when we were thespians. Uh, so. I thought that was awesome. I had a blast listening to that episode. Uh, that's all I got on my end.
0: All right. Shout out to uh, Gabby for me. She's been holding it down with helping uh, Katya with her homework on days. Because last week I came home like after eight o'clock almost every single day. I know we were trying to record last week and Jason was like, dude, it's, it's nine o'clock. What do you mean you're barely like getting ready to record? I was like, yeah, sorry, I've been late. So thank you so much for holding it down last week. Uh, I will be picking up the slack this week as much as I can. Jermaine, you got any uh, shout outs or anything before, you, before we let you go?
1: Uh, no, but as host of Room 303, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Podcast Room 303. Uh, <laughs> it's, been an- it's been another fine edition of this podcast. Anyway, Um,
0: so we will see you all next week (laughs) on Revenge of the Pot.